Sports Ring and ring, ding dong. <laughs> ring a ding a ding ding dong. Keep their heads ringing. Ring, ding dong. Jesus. Ring a ding a ding ding dong. Keep their heads ringing. How? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. That's gonna be ringing in my head now for days. Ding, ding, dong. So loud. I have to turn my headphones ding, down. Ding, ding. Oh, you mean the noise, not the all of the it. catchiness all of, of the it. tune. Every week, these the, dumbass songs the stick r- r- in my remix. Head. <laughs> uh, Ladies and gentlemen, oof. welcome to another episode of the TPS Reports it's podcast. A, it's an installment. It's an installment of the TPS Reports. It's an installation. Yeah. Station. I don't know why that started, but I've been very loyal to the word installments from fucking the YouTube web series to now in the descriptions. These are not just episodes. <laughs> uh, how's everybody doing? We're back. And we back. And we back. And we back. And we back. Um, shit. That was, that was a poor chance. Uh, that sounded just like a bird. That was just a bird. You gotta go, ah? Na, 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 na. And you're like, ah. Squawk. That is not indigenous to this area. That's squawk. Uh, Chicago. <laughs> Speaking of... Sh- I'll tie that in. You know, Chance the Rapper's from Chicago. We have a show in Chicago. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if he's playing shows in Chicago right now, but you know who is? The Palmer Squares. The With or Without It uh, belated album release show. I, uh, I, I should have just announced it all the way last week, but it was like, I didn't know. And then the next day it was like, I know. So uh, I'm letting you know. Tickets are on sale now September 17th. I think it's a Saturday or a Friday? I think it's a Friday. It's a weekend, basically. It's going to be a fucking, hold on. It's the freaking weekend, baby. What? It's a Friday. I'm about to have me some fun. Friday, September 17th. There it is. Chop Shop on North Avenue in Chicago, Illinois. It's official, guys. Um, like a ref with a whistle. So this is all, this is our first Chicago event at all, like uh, since uh, since all everything went all balooey on us, you know. I mean, since before then, since what? Since a long, long ago. So last time the we played Chicago. Times. I don't know. 2019 maybe was on uh, all, all my, my demons, demons tour with Stevie. Where? I don't know. Where was that? It's like it feels like 10 years ago. I don't. Even, I don't remember. Oh no, I'm nope. thinking of the the UV show at that nope. <laughs> that weird place way nope. west. No, I'm sorry, Adelaide. That's not right. That was a year <laughs> earlier. <laughs> it's been a while, you guys. It's been a while. The point is, PalmerSquares.com/tour is the quickest way to just get to the ticket link. Uh, if you're a hometown listener, supporter, follower, diehard, uh, we're going to need you at this one. And it's going to be, I don't know, I'm just really looking forward to it. So uh, with certainty, at the beginning of the episode, when the people might still be listening, uh, Chicago, it's happening September 17th, and it's going to be fucking kick-ass. We do have, it's unannounced, but yo, it's the, we're, we're trying to get it as close to what we used to have lined up last March as possible. Right. Tiny Chain Gang. Is uh, allegedly I don't know. TCG Spread will be the rumor. <laughs> in the building. Uh, more more to be announced, but tickets on sale now. You can get them at PalmerSquares.com. PalmerSquares.com slash tour. And while we're on the subject, Boston, 
also on sale now with Jarvin Spose and Portsmouth, New Hampshire, also on sale right now for October. Are we headlining Portsmouth or no? Um, that's a good question. When you follow the ticket link, you would assume no. Uh, yeah, I, that's fine with me. I don't know. I don't care either way. Well, I'm just wondering. How great would that be to be, be off stage early? I would love it <laughs> so much. I miss that, man. Uh, on the fucking couple weeks ago episode, we were bitching about going on like at 1 a.m. Well, it's most. It was uh, kind of the standard on our our run we just did in Texas. Uh, no, almost every night we didn't play until at least midnight. I can get over what's what's an issue for me about it, but also the biggest issue being people leave by then. It's like this sucks. If you they just, don't, you and get if they to watch leave, everybody leave all night, and then you go on stage and play to half the room, if that, and go like, right. well, I wish. And whoever didn't leave has been drinking this whole time, and they gave all their good energy to people that played hours ago. Um, also, you know, I would like to come off stage and maybe like be able to hang, get a drink, fucking yeah. You I just know, want to be able to, to play immediately for a, pack up and go. I just want to be able to play like a significant set, no like twenty minutes. I, I just want to make sure we play some meat for the people out there. I want to finish a set like when you go see a movie in the middle of the day, and then you oh, come God. out and the and if the sun is like, oh shit, yeah, it's weird. That's how I want to finish a set. <laughs> just once, I want to finish a set and walk outside <laughs> and leave. And it's sunny still. <laughs> Um, I think Fonte said it best, <laughs> which I could butcher right now. Something about, even though I say it in jest, I'm just joking. In fact, people spend their whole lives trying to headline when it's so much better being the opening act. I think you so, nailed it. Something about that. All the, the I could have said when you said Fonte was, oh yeah, it's better to be the opening act. I know <laughs> yeah. he said that. He said that best. Um, I didn't know he rhymed it I'm with an actual uh, joking, in fact. Something about that. I think that's what it was. Uh, Look at you. I felt that. Uh, palmersquares.com slash tour. You don't really need even need to do the slash tour if you just go to palmersquares.com. Uh, after the little uh, link to buy our Square Dance tour package, $25 gets you a poster, a cassette tape, and a t-shirt. You guys, it's yes, a crazy sir. good deal. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. Yes. We ordered a few too many t-shirts. We ordered enough t-shirts to fill a whole month long tour. Gonna need to <laughs> pawn it off on you kind fellers. Um, thanks to everybody who did pick up one of these, <laughs> pick up a package. They're moving. Yeah, so thanks for picking that up. And the Stimpies, the Ren and Stimpy shirts, um, Somebody they're asked moving me to draw. even quicker. And hopefully we'll have more down the road. But for right now, we have like a limited no, stop. stock. Somebody asked me to draw penises on the tour poster. Yeah. And I feel weird defiling Jared Andrews' beautiful work like that. We're also like, it's a weird position I'm going to have to figure out how to get You're just making excuses. All I hear are excuses. I think you can find plenty of room for these guys. Oh, I can. And I will. <laughs> just saying. Uh, you know, if it gets back to Jared Andrews, it wasn't my idea to defile, defile your artwork. This is what happens when you can tell it's been a slow Palmer Squares week. It's just like... That's it. Promote, 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 and then... Uh, fan questions. I think we got some fan questions, everybody. I started Cloud Atlas with my girlfriend. Started. <laughs> Did it's you like make three it, hours long. Did you make it one hour into it? We did. Hour 13. Nice. Uh, we started it this morning. I mean, fuck. The Doc. plan was to watch it <laughs> and then come here. And then we got about halfway, uh, and I had to do something around the house. And then it was like, hey, you just want to finish this later. Yeah. I'm not enjoying it. I'm not getting it. It's a whole bunch of just who gives a shit to me, but it's her choice. I got, And I've... Forced her to watch too many things that I've been watching for the twentieth time, so gotta do it. Yeah, I just watch a lot of new dog shit. I just put stuff on to like not have to pay attention to. It's it's almost like a, I feel like it's a like some sort of not mental illness. That's a whole other basket. But like 
It's like I can't give a fuck about anything on the television. And even for when I'm in the mood to put something on, I kind of want something that if I want to... Yeah, if I wanted to send emails or write raps during it or if I, I wanted something. to just fall asleep, it wouldn't really matter because I don't got to really watch it. HBO's I don't know what that's a, called. Uh, a new docu-series called 100 Foot Wave. I have it in my... Uh, my favorites. Watch the first one yesterday. It was pretty great. Okay. I'll be checking that out. See, I don't care. It's like I already tabbed it. I want to watch that. It's it's not. I looked so much at it yesterday like, and I was like, no, I care. I don't know any of these guys, <laughs> uh, but I don't know. The footage is just incredible stuff. To where, you know, being like a form of board rider. There's hella footage where I'm just like, whoa, oh my god, a lot of that, you know, um. Yeah, I'll get to it eventually, but it's just like it's like I'm not even worthy to watch anything right now. Like I don't feel it's not going to get my uh, whatever it needs out of me as a viewer. I'm not willing to give that to the TV. Yeah, or something. I I don't know. At this point in my life, I'm like I'm like if it's not The Sopranos, I got one thing a week that I devote my time and interest to. Yeah, and this week it was a rough one. Nothing to watch. It's called the UFC. I, and, oh, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Black Beast, Derek Lewis, got finished, TKO'd in front of his hometown Ouch. Uh, by a French guy who has been criticized as boring uh, in the past, but stellar performance by Cyril Gunn. Yeah, I, uh, I've never rooted against Derek Lewis in the times Can't. watching UFC. I like him a lot, but also I did not feel great about Cyril his- Gunn is not in any way unlikable. I think he's a very likable guy. He's, he's very nice. He's a he's an amazing technical fighter, but I just wanted to see him get knocked out going into that fight. I was like, yeah. if this guy gets knocked out, if he gets flatlined, I will be woohooing for the whole neighborhood, top of my lungs. So what'd you do instead? Boohooing? I for the buried whole my face in my hands. I was zero for five the whole main card. Really? Every single pick of mine. I was texting Chris. I had Luke and Aldo and Lewis obviously. Luke. Hate him. Yeah, he really turned that around. I can't believe that was that was cool. He tapped Michael Chiesa. <laughs> uh, I, I've disliked Luke since he beat Mike Perry a couple years ago, and I thought Mike Perry should have won that fight by decision. I gave him two to one. Uh, it was the fight where at the end of it, <laughs> I was gonna say I got him ten. I got him ten. I got choked in my water. <laughs> <laughs> it was the fight where at the end of it, Mike Perry's nose was flattened to his face. It was crazy looking. Yeah. Google Mike Perry nose. Uh, <laughs> and because of that, people are like, oh, he must have lost. But it was just because Vincente like, squeezed his head against his torso, like smooshing his broke, already broken nose against his body. a strong guy, you know? I thought, though, that Perry, the whole time uh, he's squeezing his head against his body, and there's blood just like squirting out from <laughs> his face. His nose, I've got the picture pulled up. It looks like a, a tornado, like in the movie Twister. It's mm -hmm. got the bend in it. It looks like a, a cigarette that someone just <laughs> smooshed into an ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all <laughs> curvy bent. Uh. <laughs> Mike Perry is one of my favorites. He's a fucking monster, and I love him. No matter what, no matter what the guy does, I'll always love and support Mike Perry, unless he like kills his family or something. Don't do that, Mike. Please don't. We don't want you to go and do that now. Um, yeah, it was, just, <laughs> it was just a rough one. I don't know why I went against Jose Aldo. He looked amazing. Yeah, I don't know. It's like when you Great look at an, an old an old fighter. Aging fighter. He's even they're, if they're a legend, it's like I don't know. They're getting old. He's recently dropped to bantamweight, and uh, he's like one and one at bantamweight. So I was like, yeah. eh, Peter Yan beat the shit out of him, but he was great against Cheeto. I don't know. His nose looks like a Cheeto right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the, it's got, it looks like a fucking. Uh, a it looks crazy. It looks like a Frito's scoop. It looks like a broken finger, like you on his face. You could put salsa in that curve right there and just. <laughs> 
Nuts. Anyway, yeah, Luke again. Great fighter. Extremely talented. (laughs) Likeable guy. I hate him. I want to see him get fucking knocked out. For no reason other than he beat Mike Perry. Yeah. And now he beat Michael Chiesa. He did that to your boy's nose. Man, that was a brutal card. It was a good card, though. It looks like in the movie The Mask where they start shooting at Jim Carrey and his, he just like hula hip bends. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> he just bends to the side. <laughs> He's bendy hula hip Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah, he needs a mask. That's disgusting. That's crazy. Um, anywho, what else? What else? That's all I got. And of Who course, died? Uh, I got in a fight with my girlfriend over me wanting to watch the card. Yeah. And it's like, I have one thing a week. It's one thing... That that's my thing. It's one thing. It lasts eight hours. We got, but it's only one set of eight hours. I'm bringing up how she does yoga like (laughs) two, three hours every morning, and and like demands that I respect that private time of hers and don't interrupt. Two, three hours, really? I'm like, come on, man. Mine is one day a week, and it's three times as long as that. Of course, me comparing (laughs) the two did not bode well. (laughs) It just made the argument worse. It's it's a miracle that it hasn't come up every Saturday. (laughs) It's like if you're spending time. With your because you have you're from you know we made dinner and for the prelims and stuff it was just on across the the room while we're making dinner and I'm trying to make small talk and it's not going well. Girlfriends don't like to feel like second fiddle on a Saturday night. She, she's giving me know? nothing socially. So then by the pay per view, I'm like, <laughs> I want to watch these five fights. You know. <laughs> Yeah, but you could watch them later. Can I? Yeah, sure. We all know it's so much more entertaining to watch it live. <laughs> Does she know that? She should by now. Maybe she would think it would be more fun for you to not watch them live. For a I night. get that she <laughs> she does not, um, and it's not even that she like hates the sport. I've, I've she's like been entertained by certain fights, but it's, yeah, I'm kind of surprised that my girlfriend was watching uh, this past weekend and like rooting along, kind of. Or she was into it, and she's not usually. It was, so I'm it like, was hey, a good cool. card, yeah. Um, but she can't fathom still how uh, if you like, I like to watch every Saturday from the first fight of the early prelims to the main event. And sometimes that's like six hours or more. Yeah. And that is just unfathomable to her. How can you sit there for six hours and watch fights? It's like watching two movies in a row. And I did that yesterday. I don't even remember what the fuck. I just was... Uh, 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 like I was looking for mindless action movies. I, I watched one called Triple Nine on Netflix. <laughs> with, what is uh, that? It's, uh, exactly. But it's got people in it. It's got... Uh, what's his name there? It's... There's like a lot of people in this movie. I'll look it up. Uh, And then I watched uh, uh, the movie called The Vault, but I like half watched it while I had a beat on. I was trying to write raps. Watch it while I beat off. Yeah, but it still amounted to like five hours of life. I was just like, I don't know. know. Either of those things are. Yeah, and and that's for good reason. Um, Does the triple nine have anything to do with like 666 but flipped? Is it a spin on that in any way? No, it's police code for um, uh, oh. cop officer down or something. Ah, look who you got! One eight seven. Casey Affleck, Kate Winslet. It's honestly this like these names. Kate Winslet and Casey Affleck. Right. I've never heard of this movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, Anthony Mackie, uh, fucking Jesse Pinkman from The Wire, and Daryl Dixon from Walking His Dead. His name's Aaron. Woody Harrel, uh, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, there's like it was. It was that's why I put it quite, on. Quite a lineup. Yeah. But it was again mindless action movie. Got I want what a I was Walking for. Dead, Breaking Bad crossover. It still took two hours of my life away. Do Jesse and Daryl interact at any point? Uh, they're brothers. Wow. Yeah. That doesn't. They could still not interact. I'm going to sell be, this movie for the people. They could be right estranged <laughs> brothers, for all I know. Um, no, I yeah, kind of. I even thought interested. about that in watching it. I was like, this casting kind of works. Like, 
I wonder if somebody thought about that in advance. Like, you know who Jesse would I'm still not like? interested, and I dove an hour and 15 minutes into Cloud Atlas today. <laughs> you would have liked this better than Cloud Atlas. Dude, it's it's ridiculous. You like I bank was, heist movies? I you like crime or not? Trying to think of you watching Cloud Atlas, it would never happen. It, it's impossible. No, I want to watch it now. It's like a new movie every scene. It's annoying. Man. And then, and it's all the same four actors, but they each play like ten different people, and it's just constantly jumping in between different time frames and characters, and it's like none of this has been ex- explained. It's very annoying. They also, I guess, it's from a book, and they try and do like you know, in Clockwork Orange, how they're like Viddy well, me brother, and they have their own language and stuff. So they try and do that kind of shit, but it's so not iconic, and it's very lame. I don't know if anyone listening loves Cloud Atlas. I'm sorry, but. I, I found it he's terrible. Not. There's a part where Tom Spoiler Hanks... Spoiler alert. He's not sorry either. I'm not at all. <laughs> uh, one of Tom Hanks' characters is like a Cockney British guy, and, it, and that I enjoyed a lot just because it's like, you don't see Tom Hanks ever doing... So he just has to run a gamut of a bunch of different characters. Like... And they're all... The dialogue is nauseating, and, and, and they're all just like... Ah, it's like they're all actors in costumes. Nobody is convincingly anybody. Right. I hate it. Oh my god, I'm we watched a movie. movie. And I'm, but I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna watch. There's still an hour and a half. My left. girlfriend and I like like shitty horror movies. Like sometimes there's the mood, right? Where it's like, what are you in the mood to watch? Sometimes we're like we're watching a show or whatever the fuck. But like sometimes what we want is like again something guys, we, we can make dinner to it. We don't have to watch it. We can kind of just like have it on and talk shit about it because your Blumhouse's key demographic. Oh god, I love you it. Too. Yeah. So like, and this was worse than that. It was called either Last Resort or The Resort or something on Hulu. And it looked, like, from before you click it, you know it's going to be dog shit. But it's it's acting class. And it's funny. Like, I like watching these does, movies uh, with my girlfriend talking shit. Does anybody's life get cut into pieces? Uh, <laughs> suffocation. No breathing. All of these things might happen. It's a horror <laughs> film. Um, but good guy. Like, I don't Somebody recommend anybody to, to do Roach this. Somebody was and they were like, I got an idea for a horror movie. <laughs> Uh, but my, I guess back to the original discussion here, like my thing would be Bulls games, but they're short and I usually record them so I can zip, zip, zip through it. And it's usually a little over an hour. My argument was like, babe, I could be into some other sport where there's like fucking six, seven games a week. Baseball. There's like, I don't even know how many a year. It's crazy. This is, it's one day a week. Yeah. I, uh, like I, I I remember I've I've gotten nowhere. I remember. I don't know. You got to throw, you got to throw some gratitude out too. I remember specifically like at least twice. This year, saying like, "Hey, babe, thanks for uh, like knowing I got to watch these fucking games every forty-eight hours. There's a game all season." And I was like, right. "Mr. Fucking Bulls fan this past year," and like sometimes she doesn't want to watch basketball like like four days a week, like me. And then yeah, the Bulls game's over, and then I click over to the Mavericks game and whatever, and it's just like enough. So I, I gotta be like, "All right, was like, uh, you're least, right here. Like this is uh, this is a little too much. At I, least I appreciate I <laughs> you." Yeah, appreciate you, babe. <laughs> I'm like, at least I don't make you watch one championship on Wednesdays and PFL on Thursdays and Bellator on Fridays. Because <laughs> I could. Because I want to. <laughs> Play your cards right. I, ju- I we, just might. We had the, the argument like uh, Sunday the day after, and I'm like, it was a brutal card for me. Everybody I picked lost. Like, give me, cut me some slack. I, she does not care about slack. <laughs> oh, did your team lose? <laughs> Uh, anyway, speaking of uh, shitty horror movies, yeah, I just saw that the new Candyman isn't directed by Jordan Peele. I think it's just executive produced. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm not falling for that shit anymore. I'm not gonna see it. I'm not falling for that shit. <laughs> I'm not going. And I was gonna go see Old, and my roommate told me that it was terrible. And well, now like, I can't did you do think it. Think it was not gonna be terrible. So I said to him, 
oh yeah, I know it's M Night Shyamalan. I know what I'm in for. He's made one good movie, and uh, you know maybe this one's gonna. He be makes great. good this because this is what I said. He makes good first halves of movies. I know that the first half will probably be strong, and he was like, no. <laughs> I uh, said it. it they, yeah, the script stinks. The I acting still stinks. See, yeah, I just don't want to really pay for it. And I'm desperate to go to the movies and like do. When does Jackass Four come out? Like we should go see that and just get stoned. I'm there. When is because I'll that's no something idea. I would I would not miss just because of having seen the other ones in theaters with friends and whatever. Like that would be. I know it's going to be a laugh out. It's going to be a laugh riot. Okay. So I just don't want to give money to something I know is kind of going to be shitty. And you know it's funny. Uh, the show, like the, the show I'm watching right now, is Day of Our Show in Portsmouth. Oh, okay. So we got time. Hopefully, we're the openers, and then we can go <laughs> fucking <laughs> hot tail it to Jackass Four. Sounds like a plan. Um, uh, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, the, I'm watching this show, Servant, with my girlfriend. It's an Apple Plus show, but it's like I heard it's like, oh yeah, and M Night Shyamalan directed something. I'm like, well, this is gonna stink. I almost put it on as like a let's. Let's talk shit over this right. shitty horror thing. Kinda Let's got into enjoy it. hating this. No, it wasn't like some of it is definitely like uh, I don't know Claire from Six Feet Under is like the main uh, mm-hmm. character, and she's like her. She's supposed For those to, who haven't she's seen supposed Six to be Feet a Under, she's the redhead from Can't Hardly Wait. Right, go on. Yes, uh, she's supposed to be a kook, but like the overacting and sometimes there's just there's elements of it that I but I actually enjoy it. And then I realized he he only M Night Shyamalan only directed a couple of them, or like the first couple, and then it goes into other folks. And it's not written by him, and I think that's why right. I enjoy this. I'm like, oh, it's written and like created by someone else, and he's just co-signing this and directing episodes and doing a good job with that story. But I like, yeah, I watched season one, and I'm like, I'll I'll watch season two. I still have questions or whatever. Have less to do with the film. Yeah, but that was I was I'm trying to find like the M Night Shyamalan's most recent thing that I. That I liked it all, and I guess he's involved with that significantly. Remember, to we where watched that movie. That's not terrible. Devil. Yeah, I try not to. <laughs> that movie sucked. Isn't that it movie was like only seventy, 70 minutes long. I was gonna long. say any movie and this resort. Even movie, he was like, "All right, I'm tapping out on my own film." <laughs> if it's let's not, just, let's just end it here. If it's not an hour twenty-five, it's like. And the come fucking on. killer was Doug Heffernan's mom. <laughs> <laughs> I love just talking about dog shit. She was That's the all devil I watch, though. I can't talk about good stuff anymore. Ugh. <laughs> um, terrible. The Happening, terrible. Uh, I never saw Lady in the Water, and I heard mixed things about it, but I'll assume it was terrible. Yeah. I, I, when I said he's made one good movie, um, I, I think it's unbreakable. unbreakable. You, you'd think I'd say Sixth Sense, and I don't dislike that movie. I say Signs. Best movie? Yes. I think Unbreakable's better. Personally, mm. personally, for me, mm. I think Unbreakable is a better, well-rounded. Uh, I never saw the. Isn't what was the, the I like follow-up? More. Glass isn't that supposed to be like half Unbreakable, half something else? Split. The, okay, yeah, I didn't see that. It's McAvoy, Willis, and Jackson. Yeah, I don't know. I Split. I saw, and I was like, again, kind of first half. I'm like, all right, I'm intrigued. And then I didn't, I didn't care for the. Didn't, didn't he do Chip Chipperson? Wasn't Chip Chipperson one of his personalities? Absolutely, yeah. That <laughs> was just like. And that girl uh, playing Cutie from uh, Queen's Gambit was in it and was decent. Yeah, James McAvoy's good. Uh, yeah, just his his storylines are lame though. You know something that I, Mr. Shyamalan. Something that I, I'm do, a science guy, through and through. Something I do watch. Uh, is Big the Mel Gibson fan. Little Dicky show Dave. Right? I watched the first season uh and I, I just caught up on this I mean to watch season. the second one I haven't though. And like after the last episode I like in in 2 minutes wrote down a short list of like 
and I was trying to remember season one stuff, but I like I only remember a couple of plot lines and shit. But I still like, you know, the similarities. And this is just me pigeonholing myself as also a white rapper guy, you know. But it's weird to me how relatable. Yeah, and and his show, like I like that they get it gets cinematic at times. It gets like unpredictable, and they're doing like I don't know. It's it's not what I expected of this show. It's not really linear. They do something kind of outrageous, or the way they have a joke, like like the I don't know. In one of the episodes, it's him and Benny Blanco being like really gay for like half the episode together, do, taking showers together and putting bubblegum in each uh, other's butts or whatever. Right, and then the black friend yes, and calls the, it like their white privilege. But that the whole point, I'm like, how is not being homophobic white privilege? But the I relate to that. I relate to like. The way that me and you making a gay joke or pretending to like half kiss on a live stream just for a goof, like black our black friends would not like laugh at that the same or him kind of shielding his like like I'm not gay like us all of D pad I'm gay <laughs> all of pad D in here I'm gay no I'm gay you want to be gay with me? exactly so but there are, like there's people in squad I am so ungay <laughs> don't think it's that that's funny. black people I am so ungay. <laughs> Um, Here's Steve Zahn playing the black community. I am so ungay. But there's an episode too where he's got to like uh, uh, make a cameo in a Ray Schremer video, and then he's Ray there's Schremer. Schremer. David Schremer. They have like a bunch of you know video hoes with him, and little Dicky gets insecure, and he's like, "Wouldn't it be funnier if they were like dudes?" And it could be like you know like a put a dick joke in here, and then Ray Schremer is just like a dick joke. What the fuck is that? Like they've never heard of it. Like that's funny to me. That, like, I can see him having to be insecure about how funny he l- thinks, like, I don't know, seeing his friend's cock might be or something. Like, jackass or something where, like, right. it's him and some friends They're share it and then his other their... friends don't respect him when they know that thing about them. That they thought that was funny or that they, whatever. Like, uh, jackass, uh, the, the party boy joke is, like, pure white guy humor. Yeah. P- like, just put on the skimpiest dick and ball hugging thong and go fucking like right. stripper dance on a so guy if in a store. So little Dickie's laughing at that. His homies, you know, Gata and his producer and whatever, are gonna look away and be like, "Man, what the fuck?" You know, like I've seen that. That's I. That is for real. <laughs> it's, it's funny to him, and he has like a hard time blending his his humor with those friends or something, or it gets weird. I and they they do it so so like extreme. It's so extreme and clever, but. Uh, yeah, Anyways, I mean, we've never tried to. Uh, we, we're not that. We've gay. never like spackled wink, each other's wink. assholes with bubble gum <laughs> yet for a goof. <laughs> hey, we're still somewhat young. Um, there's an episode where he's doing the double XL freestyle, and he's trying. He's insecure because he hasn't heard the beat in advance. <laughs> we give money. Gosh, he stinks. But he's like he's tripping out because he feels unprepared, and they even have I think people that were you know. His year of Double XL, like designer and Lil Yachty in the episode, and like he he's like trying to get the beat in advance, and they don't do that, and it's like I would be insecure too, not hearing the beat before I got to go in front of like a bunch of you know other rappers on this list, and like and then 
he hears the beat and spoiler alert he hears the beat in advance so he like preps something and gets hyped and then the first dude who raps goes like yo this be slow as fuck put on a faster one and then like switches the groove and he's like standing there just sweating and i'm just like i can feel that insecurity of like on right. stage they're changing my plan that yeah there's still nothing that tells me that I can go, hey, yo, this beat's fast as fuck. Put that slow right. one back he on. He tries to do Why it not? in the episode. He goes, like, can't we go back? You know? <laughs> he tries everything, and it's just like watching him take L's like that, just with his ego and insecurity. It might not be something everybody else notices, but I really like I like the way he puts this into his show. He doesn't do it. Um, I don't know. Obviously, he has writers, and st- I, I think he's involved in the writing of I would most of it, or you know, co-writing a lot of it. But... Uh, I don't know. It's creative. And uh, so, yeah, gay jokes with white friends, small dick insecurity, uh, feeling like boring in the bedroom. Like, and at season one, I think there's an episode about just like not being, feeling like wild enough or right. something, or he has like a blow up doll, or he tries to, his whole masturbation process is like a process, but in the bedroom, he's a little like, oh, what am I doing here? Or something like. Uh, yeah, which I think is just like. Uh Relatable on a on a wider scale of society. I don't I don't really relate to that too well. I think I rock in the bedroom, but uh, <laughs> I've, I've I don't think I don't rock. But I felt that I like. Am I not that like the the sexual spectrum of what like what people are into goes so far beyond what I've done or what I would be into? Right. Maybe? Well, porn is like yeah, fucking d- up a whole generation. Uh, I, like I think that's why. We have incels. There's a whole like community now of guys. Uh, didn't they just like arrest a guy who's an incel who like was planning to kill a bunch of women at a college campus or something? I don't know. And there's this whole like online community of these guys who call themselves involuntarily celibates, and they have this like vendetta against beautiful women for not wanting to fuck them. And I think like at the core of it, what it is, it's a bunch of guys who have like. Uh, they've been jacking off to like beautiful porn star girls their whole lives, and they're like, I shouldn't have to settle for anything less than a perfect ten. Yeah, who wants to do nasty things? And, oh yeah, ass and to get mouth fucked in her ass is the minimum. And most girls aren't fucking gorgeous tens and don't want to get fucking jizzed all over their face and stuff. So they're like, right. there's no one for. There's plenty of people for you. They just. I think their standards are way too weird and sexualized and fucked up by porno. There's a. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just like spoiling things in season two now. But he like he goes home to to spend some time with his parents, and there's just a scene where his mom's just like, <laughs> "We're gonna have dinner in 20 minutes," and then he's just like, "All right, I'm gonna take a shower," and she's like, "Dave, like I said, in 20 minutes." You don't have enough time. And he's like, it's 20 minutes. And then he goes and slowly like prints out. He just searches hottest girls 2012 and prints out Mila Kunis pictures and then like goes and takes a really long shower. Like Dylan. Like his parents know that if, you know. Then Dylan tell a story about <laughs> printing doing exactly out, that probably. Printing out like a booby picture of a girl and, and jacking off to like printer paper. With yeah. A- I'm bringing these scenes <laughs> up because they're relatable to me. <laughs> it's, it's just like, oh yeah, that's, that's my experience of like the old modem printing out a piece of tit that you can take into you know the bathroom or somewhere and we just all spend some hit, time <laughs> and we all hit an age where we started spending like 20 30 minutes in the bathroom and we figured no one like no one suspects anything oh yeah they, and now we all hit everything. an age where we know a kid in our life like my nephew is like 13 now and he was in like a few weeks ago he's over at my mom's house uh for the pool and everything he was in the bathroom for like 20 minutes and it's like right Oh, I know what's up. <laughs> and I, and he comes I was out him. and you're just like, give him a nod. What's up, bro? Well, fist bump. And I was him. Don't touch his fist. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I was him at 13, and I would do the same thing, like whacking off in my grandpa's bathroom or something for probably 25 <laughs> minutes. And then I come out, and I'm like, 13 me is like... Just whistling. He yeah, has no idea. Everybody takes shits for a long time, You have this they? weird glow no. about you. You have this pep in your step that your family instantly notices. It's like, well, Seth's in a good mood. Or just, just disappeared I'm in the just bathroom exhausted. for 30 minutes. I'm napping on the couch now. <laughs> yeah. Either dinner was really good, and he's got the itis. He didn't eat it. Uh... <laughs> Um, he has an episode too about working in marketing as like, you know, it's like a flashback to eight years before he was, you know, doing professional music shit. And right, I relate to that w- his, working in marketing. He shaves his beard for a scene. Cause last week we were talking about trying how, to infuse his like rap talents into work projects. I relate to that. Right. I saw like some, some girl claim to like beards or makeup for men. And, yeah. And, we uh, talked about that. Right. And you said that that's from season two of this. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's true. Look up Google Willie Nelson with no beard. Uh-oh. It's horrific. Um, I will. And another one was, um, like, just, he does it in a bunch of episodes, and in the most recent one, but just, like, his internal struggle or relationship, rather, with his own ego, and, like, that being, like, th- something that stops him. Like, everybody. It stops everybody from doing something because, again, even the porn thing, it's like, I I want a perfect 10 who's into what I expect them to be into or something. Like, there's just this, like, you have to separate, especially in music, being like, I don't know. There's so many Writer's block and stuff and what's what's telling you you're not good enough, shit like that. Like, we relate to that for sure. I can't believe (laughs) there's, like, a whole community of guys who are, like, uh... Like nobody wants to fuck me, so I'm mad at the world. It's it's not true, you know. There's like plenty. They can go hogging. All every single one of those guys on a fucking look at him. Dude, Willie look Nelson Willie. with no beard should be in the original Psycho movie. <laughs> <laughs> he looks frightening. He looks like a, a haunted puppet. There's a worse one. It's the album that comes before <laughs> Shotgun Willie, which when I recommended uh, like a year ago, Shotgun Willie, I said it's the first album where he had a beard this is the one before it look how terrible he looks weird <laughs> Ew, dude it's gross anyway um it's not true <laughs> every single guy on that forum in cell in cell forum do you spend a lot of time in the incel could go, forum could go hogging tonight and go home and put their penis into a vagina it's just well, it's just know, insecurity it might be like a 300 People, pound vagina People that are fucking age now, you know, adults, they they grew up with like Facebook the whole fucking time and internet porn the whole time. There's also, there's also made like made their insecurities towards real face to face interactions. There's no like looking out. inward with these guys of like, why doesn't anybody want to fuck me? Do I suck at all? Is my personality deplorable? Is yeah. there anything about me that people <laughs> like? You know? It's funny though we're talking about incels now, but that also sounds like everything. Also, back to the show, Dave, <laughs> that I relate to, he puts in. Well, that's why, why I he can't it get up. anything done. <laughs> it's like, does anybody even like me? No, but those are pertinent questions to ask. And my point is that I don't think these motherfuckers are. I think they're just like, I am great, and I deserve a beautiful a ten to to get to fuck her in the ass. And it's like, bro, chill out. Like, no, you don't. Anyway. <laughs> incels are weird I don't know I saw that story a few days ago look it up uh, some guy got arrested who's like a self-proclaimed incel and he was like uh, planning to kill a bunch of women or something Ohio man charged with hate crime this one there you go from 
What a silly that? thing charged with hate crime. Why doesn't he just charge with conspiracy to murder a bunch of people? You don't murder a bunch of people because you love them. Yeah, but this is one of those like lingual trap games where it's just, uh, mm-hmm. we all know what it means, but if you want to break it down, it doesn't really, it should be, you know, you can make your all lives matter argument, but you know what the message is. Like, they call it a hate crime, but yeah, it takes hate to do pretty much all this stuff, uh, no matter what they look like. What'd the guy do? Ohio incel charged with hate crime for plotting. Sorority mass shooting officials say. Yeah, sorority. Yeah, that's what the officials always say. What do we trust the officials He's 21, dude. 21 planned to shoot women at an Ohio university, quote, out of hatred, jealousy, and revenge, the Justice Department alleged. Um, <laughs> Hasn't this fucking guy ever seen the 40-year-old virgin? There's still hope. He's 21. Hasn't this guy ever gotten his chest waxed and yelled Kelly Clarkson? But for real. During an investigation, law enforcement discovered a note indicating that uh, Genko, Genko mm, hoped to aim big and attain a kill count of 3,000 victims, officials alleged. 3,000? This guy's... He can he can, he has enough like self esteem to shoot that high with his like right. Why don't you try to fuck three thousand? Like, Why don't you three try girls? to fuck one girl yeah. <laughs> instead of kill three thousand? Isn't fucking that what idiot? motivates a lot of young guys to be like you know like I'm you're 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 growing into a man? You're in college and you're just like yeah, I kind of like I'm figuring sex out. I wanna you know. And at a certain point, you might just trying to be like dating, playing the field, as they say. It's like that same. It's the same thing. Just turn it into good rather than evil. 3,000 victims? Yeah, try one girl. And it's because his penis, like, uh, isn't getting touched. Is, is part of the plan after the 3,000 girls to kill himself? Or is he going to, like, fuck? I don't know. Their bodies? <laughs> He's just a really big necrophiliac. An examination of uh, Genko's electronics showed that on the day he is accused of having written the manifesto, he also searched online for sororities in a university in Ohio. Uh, the university was not named. Officials in Genko was part of the online, quote, incel community. Oh, a so he's not a student. of mostly men who harbor hostility toward women. Genko identified as an incel or an involuntary celibate, officials said. Incels seek to commit violence in support of their belief that women unjustly deny them sexual or romantic attention to which they believe they are entitled. The statement read, according to the indictment, Genko maintained profiles on a popular incel website from at least July 2019 through mid-March 2020. He was a frequent poster on the site. And for every single one of these guys, I'm sure there's like two, three girls in their lives who maybe maybe they have love handles or like a snaggle tooth, but who are like I, I like you. They're, they're probably fucking throwing advances their way, and the guy's like, her teeth weren't good enough. <laughs> Is it a hate She's not skinny <laughs> enough. If she had love handles... Like Think all, about it. All these motherfuckers got to do is lower their standards. I'll bet you that's all it is. Well, I'll bet you there's a few of them who are just like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> you got dealt a shitty hand. But hey, kill yourself. Don't kill 3,000 women. Exactly. What's the matter with you? Uh, it's a waste of bullets. Speaking of something that, like, I imagine if you wanted to play the literal game, uh, it could be a hate crime, but professional skateboarder Terry Kennedy... Oh, my gosh. ...is on, up on a murder charge right now. TK. This is for our skateboard community. And he's got a booger hanging in the mugshot. Did you see that? Oh, this isn't That's the That's not shot. the mugshot. Yeah. No, I got <laughs> I'll find that, too. He's um, got a booger in his mugshot. So, uh, you know, Baker, 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 professional skateboarder Terry Kennedy, who was, like, known as one of the... I don't know. His story was great. Uh, it was great because uh, he was just like a fun guy. 
and he he didn't skate and the crew like brought him along and taught him how to skate and like within a year of of learning how to skate he went pro yeah and which he was is also it's like unheard of and he was also like uh I don't know. He st- he represented a, s- a community in skateboarding that I don't think there was a lot of, which is like this, you know, go- gold front, gold chain type of right. like flashing money. At that a point, gangster ass dude who was nice on the skateboard. When we were like growing up, there's n- was not a lot of black skateboarders aside from like Stevie Williams, Kareem Campbell, that guy uh, who co-founded Stereo Skateboards. What's the name? Chris something. Sorry, I was looking at his big booger hanging out in the mugshot. Look at that boogie. <laughs> Look at that big old boog. Uh, is there any boogers in it? Taste the booger flavor. I know Taste what's in there. Taste the booger flavor. No boogers in it, sir. You're the man, sir. <laughs> crack, 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 crack. <laughs> oh, man. But I was just like, our buddy sent us this article, and I like couldn't believe it for a second. I was like, What? And then I think I could, like, he is like a... But it's one of those... Uh, he he seems like he could, you know, get rowdy type. Right. Like, it's that's not been like his character uh, in all of the videos. I don't know what his personal life's like, what is, if he has uh, issues with drugs or anything, but it's... I'm it's sure not there's like a vicious crime of passion where he fucking stabbed or shot someone. It was like a, a bar fight, I think. And, the, and he punched a guy who fell and hit his head and died. Yeah, the headline today, Terry Kennedy enraged for, quote, no apparent reason before alleged murder. Uh, prosecutors just revealed more stunning allegations against Terry Kennedy, um, saying he believed the skateboard star became enraged for no apparent reason before committing murder. Uh, the DuPage County's uh, County State's Attorney's Office made the announcement in a statement to TMZ, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, there was a 23-year-old, Josiah Kasahun, and that was I don't, the guy who he was with. Prosecutors say that on July 27th, around 11.05 a.m., Kennedy and his ex-girlfriend uh, and Kasuhun checked out of a Comfort Suites motel in Oak Brook Terrace, Wait, so Illinois. he killed his homie? And began walking towards Kennedy... Kennedy's ex's car. But while on the walk, officials say Kennedy got upset for no apparent reason. Prosecutors say Kasuhun tried to calm the 36-year-old skateboarder star down, but that's when Kennedy allegedly punched the man in the face, causing him to fall on the ground, strike his head on the pavement. Officials say Kennedy then kicked Kasuhun in the torso before leaving the area in his ex's car. Um, as we previously reported, Kasuhun died four days later from his injuries, and Kennedy was ultimately charged with first-degree murder. Prosecutors say Kennedy had a bond hearing Monday morning, and his bail was set at $1 million. He's due back in court later this month for his arraignment. Also, this is like, this is not far from us. He's like he's in Illinois. Oh, where? Oak Brook Terrace is like the, I don't know, sounds like a couple hours away, tops. I thought um, I said Wheaton. Whatever. Wheaton's a couple hours away. Um, do page. Yeah, what the frick sucks. Mm-hmm. Sucks. Well, uh, that dude's not the only person that died this week. I was week. gonna say we should pour a shot for uh, Josiah. Mm, what did Josiah ever do for me? You know, I don't take shots for just anybody. I mean, Poe up. Let's Poe. <laughs> I want to see who you have that you find more justifiable than this guy oh, who's fucking wrongfully bring it murdered. On. Play the fucking jingle. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right. Somebody died, now we're pouring one up in their memory. Wild turkey, neat. This week's celebrity obituaries. Come on, bro. You wanted me to outdo that? Easy. Marky Post. In your face. Uh, I had an article and is I... Is that the actress? Yeah, where'd it go? 
All right, play it again. <laughs> Just read it, dude. All right, this week's <laughs> obituaries play include, uh, you know, I would say there's a couple, but I'm going to say one takes the cake, and uh, that's who we should take this first drink to. So R.I.P. Night Courts. Was it Night Court? I don't know about Night Court. <laughs> so little prep work. It's unbelievable. This, this is someone's memory we're honoring. I never watched Night Court, but that's what she's most known for. But what I know her for is a little film in which she said, I'm fucking with you, Ted. Oh. R.I.P. Marky Post. Mary's mom and something about Mary. Wow. Keith David's wife. Now. We hardly knew you. Hardly knew you. Would I know her from anything else? That is delicious. Would I know her? Do you know her from anything else? Uh, no. Because that's obvious. Yes. No. She was on Chips. She was on Scrubs. You know what? No. She was on... Th- you know what? What do I know? I was about to say she was on 30 Rock, and before Third I came Rock? here, I was watching 3rd Rock before I came here. I've seen and maybe seconds, every episode like, as a kid. I remember watching it when it was on. It had been so Third long. Third Rock from the Sun, I watched all the time. I've never seen an episode of 30 Rock. I've seen one or two. But I don't Third think Rock I have. used to be my shit. Yeah. Totally forgot that Third where, Rock over 30 Rock. I want to put it on a t shirt. Uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt <laughs> got his start. Yeah. Also, I was thinking while I was watching it today, whatever happened to that broad from uh, Third Rock from the Sun, who was. She was in uh, Austin Powers 2 as. Um, yeah. Ivana Humpalot. <laughs> Ivana Humpalot was her character. No, I know. I know you're talking about. Which was like, uh, they had a lot of vagina in the first one, and then which was funny, and then in the second one they had Ivana Humpalot, which is like, all right. And then what was what was like Beyonce's character? Don't even know. What was the third? Not even funny. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> take the glass back and pull up again, bro. Because yeah, yeah, well, there's more deaths. When you said the, f- the first one takes the cake, I thought it was going to be the 600 pound life lady. Nice. <laughs> that would have been a funny haha. Some chick from uh, my 600 pound life died. Some chick. Come Good on. whoop. Did, was she respect. still 600 pounds when she died, or was she one of the ones who thinned down? Did getting thin kill her, like uh, sobering up killed Amy Winehouse? Was her body like, I need Jack in the Box? Uh, Gina Crassley was her name. Thank you. Thank you. Her name was Gina Crassley. Her name was <laughs> Gina Crassley. Maybe we should take a jello shot for her. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um. No. Right, that's not funny. Not at all. It's not funny, you guys. But um But we are gonna get drunk. There's two more. Do you wanna do two more? Or do you wanna do you wanna weigh out between these two which deserves the one more that we do? Because I'll do, do two more we'll just do two more in this. Just two bitch. more halfies, you know? We'll just do two more late ones. Let's get a little toasty. I woke up with a little crank in my neck, so I'm trying to drink the pain away. Crank? Mm, you could pour mine a little bigger than that. Crink. I thought it was crick. Crick, crink, kink, creek, whatever. One shot. It's all the same thing. <laughs> well, you can have a kink in your neck or a crick, right? Now, you can have a creek in your backyard, and some people call the creek a crick. This could be the worst last <laughs> fucking 60 seconds in podcast history. I don't know, bro. The crink crick debate of I feel 2021. Like I'm it. <laughs> also, this week at 70 years old, he died in his sleep. Isn't that nice? That's how I want to go. Saxophone player and original founding member of Cool and the Gang, D.T. Thomas. Damn, 
you going to put on a little cool in the game Hollywood. for this? Hollywood. Hollywood swinging. There you go. Cool it up. Now put on a summer, what is it? What's that song? It's called Jungle Boogie. No, there's that one that's like, uh, it's all popular now. You said it was the saxophone player? Yes. I mean, isn't this a pretty strong saxophone song? Get down, get down, get down, there we go. No, that'd be a trumpet, right? Summer Madness is the one I was thinking of. It's like all trendy now for some reason. It's, on, it's in a bunch of fucking TikToks and shit. Fuck that. We're gonna go Fuck with Fuck that OG. shit. We're going with the Pulp Fiction soundtrack. Royale with cheese. That's what we're talking about right now. R.I.P. Hardly knew ye. And last, and certainly least, because uh, they're last. Not as much of a contribution to my life as Cool in the Gang or something about Mary. Uh, one of the dudes from Whitest Kids You Know, sketch comedy show. <clears throat> Our homie Taggy was just last week highly recommending the show to me. His name was Trevor Moore, comedian and co-founder of the comedy group The Whitest Kids You Know. Died Friday. He was forty-one. Manager has listed the cause as quote an accident. Drugs. I would think it was. It's probably that's a way of saying he fucked up his dosage. Yeah. Or maybe it was reshingling the roof and he slipped. I don't know. <laughs> Trevor, local handyman and creator of Whitest Moore. Kids You Know, slips off a ladder putting up Christmas lights six months too early. What's the most recent one? Cause. Where's the cause? It was a tragic accident. How did this guy meet his... Here's the boogie. Demise. The song was actually written about um, Terry Kennedy's mugshot. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the fucking booger. <laughs> Ew. Oh, man. Poor All right. Guy. Poor guys. What a terrible story. Um... I just watched a thing too. It was a fucking terrible YouTube video, but I was like, I took the bait about how like Bam Margera got like arrested or something. He crashed the Jackass Four set or was harassing. He's Steve not allowed. O. Yeah, his restraining order. Jackass Four. I was gonna say that earlier like when that. you brought it up. I read. Uh, I was just watching all these stories of like damaged people from my childhood and my fanhood, like was, from 15, 20 years ago, mostly. He's like addicted to Adderall. Like he made some yeah. uh, and alcohol. Some video about like like pleading his case. And about how like uh, they won't let him be in the film because he's because there's like a, a sobriety clause or something, and he's like, and I need my Adderall, and I was like, ooh, this is rough. Eesh. And he's like, you know, uh, we've said before how like Bam now is like he looks like one of those dolls that you squeeze and their eyes kind of pop out a little bit. Yeah. I also just he watched a fucking weird. cold call with him on Thrasher from like two weeks ago. Like I, that's the thing is I just watched footage of a guy who like I just know has been in he nothing. He still but skate quarter pipes. Yeah, he was doing all these like fucking 
yeah, quarter pipe and transition tricks, and I was just like, damn, like the, he's old, a little man's, hefty. the old man still got it. He's a little hefty, but he's still doing it. <laughs> like the next video I watch, it's just like bam, arrested, and he's, you know, wait, what did he get arrested for? I thought I don't know because the video I watched was fucking terrible. Just one of these YouTube personalities poorly splicing together, sh- together, <laughs> poorly it's, splicing together shit from the internet. It's pretty easy at this point to tell like one second into a video if you're gonna get what you're there for and to bail. Yeah. Like I said, if I hear that fucking robot TikTok voice on anything, I'm out. Yeah. If I hear that bitch speak, I'm out. <laughs> fucking say it yourself. I don't understand this. I can read too. Just put the text. Why does that bitch gotta say it? Um. Hate that shit. Anyway. Can't find how this guy died. Are we not taking a shot? It was an accident. Uh, I mean, I guess we can. I feel like we're. You want to triple up? I was saying to Taggy, all I remember about this show, I feel like I've seen one or two. I recall it. I I recall it It being on IFC for a while. Yes, like I remember it being on a channel I had. And it was I, IFC. I, I didn't watch, but I only saw one together. or two. I've seen more episodes of that than I have 30 Rock. All sure. I remember seeing was a sketch, and Louis C.K. had a bit that's very similar, and I don't know what came first. The sketch right. might have come first, and I thought, and or I could just be confusing one for the other. I thought it was they had a sketch where when a guy does the jerk-off motion, uh, he has to finish. Isn't that a Louis bit? Uh, what if what if a guy did the you know the I believe it's a Sarah Silverman bit. Was that a Sarah Silverman? I believe bit? it is in no, her no, no. Emmy winning. She special. had a bit about the jerk off thing about how it's just supposed to be like, I don't care. I think you do care. That was her whole bit. And then she's like, if you really didn't care, wouldn't you be like this? And then she just like stares blankly. Right. <laughs> it's like that's that's I, just, I don't I just care. don't remember the Louie that specific joke, but I'm not saying he did. He kind of does the fucking like if, what if a guy did this in the office but he had to finish every time and okay. then it's like yeah. And then he just kind of awkwardly like hmm, makes the face that he probably made to all the all of his victims <laughs> as he smacked off in front of them. <clears throat> anyway, I thought they had a bit. At least they had a bit about like someone making that gesture in the office or something. That's like the only thing I ever remember seeing of those guys. But I don't, I remember thinking like, it's funny. I don't ever remember thinking these guys suck. I would never watch this. Right. It's just one of many things that I was like, eh, never hooked me and I never I think they got like a movie deal. Didn't they do some sort of like. Possibly. It's very possible. Yeah. Anyway, I had uh, a few people text me that he died and uh, kind of wonder if we were fans of the show. Hmm. Or recommended if we weren't. So. That's actually racist will, that you would ask me that. Will, What's called the whitest kids you know, and you have to ask right. us if we're fans of it. Right. What do you, did you ask your black friends if if they like the show? Doubt Didn't it. think so. Doubt it. I'll check it out though this week at some point. Um, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Well, I'll give it what? a pity shot because the guy's dead. Let's give it a shot. Let's give it a shot. We did hardly knew you, and apparently bro. Term is intrigued enough to want to um, dive in and check out this man's work because apparently wanna, if it's good enough for Louis. <laughs> it's good enough for Louie. It's good enough. Come on, pour me more than that. What is this? It's it's you saying things <laughs> like, I'm going to drive home drunk while I'm pouring it. That's why I poured less. There Yo. We still got some stuff. I got time to sober up here. Yeah. What's next? We really we should just like, I'm going to note to self. I'm going to edit out the first 20 minutes of every podcast in the future. It <laughs> doesn't matter what we talk about. Just Or you know what? In the future, obits come first. Okay. Oh, bits come first. Let's do that. <laughs> I can't find my groove ever, just like out of my ass. I had this neck crank, but so... But that wild turkey uh, lights me right up. I've been wanting to... My <laughs> neck 
looks like Mike Perry's nose in that picture right now. No, it doesn't. No, but I mean, it feels like it. Give your neck a little respect. Put some respect in your neck. So I, I've wanted a shot since we started. Okay. Terms neck hurts, you guys. R.I.P. Uh, Marky Post, D.T. Thomas, was that it? And Trevor Moore. And fucking 600-pound lady. And the big gal. Whatever. From the TV. <sighs> and Josiah. In Oak Brook, mm. Terrace, Illinois. I'm a, you know, Terry Kennedy's got parts. I still can't believe that. Like, that's just like, that just bums me out. He was like an Andrew Reynolds, like, uh, like what's that, like an under, what, under his wing type? Pupil. Pupil. I was going to um, say underling. That's not it, the word I wanted Was to it use. Baker 2G where he made his debut? And now it's like, like. I remember that debut part where he's showing, like, he's flashing the check and they show the rims damn. on his car. I want I was like, who's this cool ass dude who's been skating less than I have? What do you think? And Reynolds, even though I was like twelve at the time. Do you think Reynolds and Terry Kennedy have like a Steve O Bam relationship where they're estranged and it's been weird, bit. but we didn't know. Probably. And it's like I don't know, like I, I've I've fucking waxed poetic in the past about how like there should be almost like how Dave Chappelle gets a Mark Twain award or anybody gets any award, you know? But there's like people like Reynolds or even like Mark Gonzalez and Rodney Mullen. There's just people where it's like, I feel like there should just be this this honor of like achievement in skateboarding that goes beyond just doing good tricks. It's like pioneering the growth right. of future skaters. And Reynolds is that. He's doing it with, uh, you know, fucking the dude that signed the fingerboard that... Uh, uh, Cater. I almost said Uto. I'm like, what's the fucking short name? Cater. He's just like, for years, Reynolds has still been taking like... Under his wing. Yeah. Young skaters who he sees that potential in developing them. I feel like his role in a lot of those skaters' lives is what makes them who they are. And like... Well, I think it depends on... Maybe you I'm know, giving him too much credit, but it's like what he's, those kids end up doing with their lives. It's like a rules of attraction. Uh, you, it, he's in the background of every photo. You know what I mean? Like right. he's, he's there with all of these people that become like A-list Skateboard stars. Um, you think I don't know. Andrew Reynolds is going to cut his wrist in a bathtub to a no. Harry Nilsson song? No. <laughs> I, uh, I just think like, I think it's cool that this year skateboarding was in the Olympics and I, I caught some of it. And it's like, why wasn't that in it since the 80s? Like it's, it's gymnastics on wheels. It deserves recognition, so cool. you know? Uh, I was bummed out this week. I, I missed like so much of the Olympics because... Uh, where the fuck are you supposed to watch the Olympics? They're on. Well, it's in Tokyo. How do they not expect this to be like the most dog shit Olympics ever? Now that we've like everybody huh. since the last Olympics, kind of more so, and really like the one before that. Everybody though, like nobody has cable anymore. Nobody watches TV. Everyone has like uh, uh, Hulu uh, uh, and so Netflix. Hulu has uh, live sports. I know. I've seen the commercials. And but I, it's I also have, on like Peacock and on some other shit. It's like, well, why I, the fuck am I supposed to watch I all this I have YouTube stuff? TV and I got to say, I've enjoyed my, because it's TV. It's channels and you click the fucking ABC, NBC. But it's like, it's like unlimited DVR where, that's, that's what I do. That's the coolest part. I set it up in advance YouTube. to record every Tokyo basketball and Tokyo skateboarding event and gymnastics because my girlfriend wants to watch that. And like, I've always liked gymnastics because I, I like, I see the similarity in skateboarding. You know what I mean? Like, and that's maybe my favorite, let's call it a sport, you know? Skateboarding is like well, that's the, thing, the uh, biggest part of my life. All, almost all Olympic a, sports. That I, that I have zero, like, uh, uh, connection to anymore. I, I, I went and shot a basketball last month, but I haven't ridden a skateboard in so long, but I watch it more than basketball. I just love yeah. keeping up with skateboarding. 
It's still amazing. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> it's just so cool. Um, so I was I was happy to watch all these Olympic events. Not all. I, I caught a couple Olympic events, but only because I recorded them. That's always, to me, been like what the Olympics are, is I don't have to have an investment in any of these sports, but every four years I get to sit down and be entertained by some of them. For sure. It's I don't know shit about diving, but watching two guys do fucking synchronized diving from 30 feet above the water is yeah. incredible. Watching a guy jump fucking nine feet into a thing of sand is like, holy shit. Watching a guy throw a thing, a and javelin, fucking 80 meters is like, You're a big UFC like, fan. Whoa. They have like kickboxing and I watched, karate. This was bullshit a few days ago. Bulgaria women's kickboxer? Uh, no, the men's karate finals. Dude fucking knocked homie out with a kick to the face. And he lost because the kick was too hard. He threw the kick too hard. <laughs> the guy that got knocked out won the gold. That's Ew. bullshit. Crazy. Me. You suck. <laughs> you blew it. But again, I'm no, a guy with no investment no, no, no. in the actual sport. I don't know the rules to Olympic right. karate. All I know is I saw a guy get knocked out, and I go, the guy who knocked the other guy out should win the gold, right? right. He didn't. I felt that way when I was watching skateboarding, because it's the first time skateboarding's ever been a, like an Olympic event. And yes. I sent you a clip of Zion Wright doing so. He like bailed, but it was a cool bail. Like He didn't fucking bail. It's not even a bail. He he, may, he meant to do a like a backside kickflip like up out of a vert and and a, and a grab an indie grab right and he didn't get the or I'm sorry he a goes heel in flip. the air he tries to get the heel flip nothing happens his board doesn't flip his legs kick out like the splits but his board doesn't move and then he still indie grabs it and like saves and still the, lands it was and that run went on to be one I think the highest scoring well that's Anyways, crazy a- Andy Anderson from Andy Anderson from you know what Canada I'm so bummed because I was watching this same night and I didn't see much. I was at, I was having family dinner, so it was like on in the background. Yeah. Uh, but I saw this Oscar or something, young dude, long hair with the helmet. He looks just like Andy Anderson, and I was like, "Oh shit, Andy Anderson!" And then it's not him. Bummer. Uh, but I miss Zion. I miss Andy Anderson. Mostly, what I've seen of Olympic skateboarding was women's stuff, which is they're all eleven wah, and wah, thirteen. Wah. Uh, wow, it's pretty crazy. They're like like thirteen. It's still year very olds cool. Insanely, they good. just don't skate. <laughs> With the agility of men. But, but what I was saying is Andy Sky Anderson Brown did a run crazy. that was the craziest run to me as just an all-around skateboarding fan. But it got scored. Like, I thought it was going to be at least a 70. Like, based on the way they were scoring other shit. He, he finished the whole line. He didn't fuck up. And the diversity of trick styles. I was like, he's doing shit that's like, nobody would do this but him. And he's even ending with that old school, like, spinning like a fucking thousand times in a circle while the clock ran out type thing i was like yeah. acknowledging the old no one else can do that like that balance throw back to the original days of skateboarding competitions because i think they're looking at it like he didn't use the park well enough he didn't catch enough air but he was doing like varial heel flip fucking grabs over transitions L- tricks that are way too risky to let your board get away from you that consistently and then he did something where he ramped up to like smith stall popped over into a nose manual across a thing pops down into a bank and i was like that was so good and like nobody the thing cared about, it got scored it's low kind of a discussion that came when they even announced that skateboarding was going to be an olympic sport is like skateboarding is so possible you can have 10 guys do 10 runs and all 10 of them be like way different but equally as gnarly as ever mm-hmm. as the other nine uh and that's why it, it's like a hard it's a kind of a subjective thing it's art yeah. you know some people can look at andy anderson and be like does nothing for me boring and other people can be like, that is the most inspirational, creative shit I've ever seen, and I want to go try something in that realm. 
Right. I don't remember which fight it was this past weekend. It might have been the last fight of the prelims. That was actually a really was it great Bobby fight. Bobby Green versus uh, Fizayev? Bobby Green, yeah. Fight of the night. That was so good. But Love I, Bobby Green. I don't think this was that fight. It was a different... Mm, maybe it was that fight. But anyways, at the end, it was, was it split? There was one fight that was split, and then they're like, and the third judge was 30-27. And I was like, I don't get how this is split when one judge sees it as a sweep. Or like I don't know. Judging maybe, it, maybe two in MMA judges. is always weird like that. Um, but that's how I feel watching the skateboarding I Olympics. I of like one and two. What are the judges looking Bobby for? Green, one, three. Where, like, I'm watching this and I thought he had the best line of the entire run. Blah, right. blah, blah, whatever. Well, it's like fucking the Mike Perry-Luke fight. I watched that and I was like, just because Mike Perry got his nose flattened does not mean, like, I thought he did more work. I thought he controlled round three, round two. Um... <clears throat> But a lot of, you know, that, that's like a whole different discussion uh, that a lot of MMA fighters and people within that world have a problem with. A lot of the judges they get are like boxing judges who don't understand MMA. And there's this whole push in MMA for you to have to have some sort of background in MMA to be a judge, which right. is not a requirement at the time. That's how I feel about maybe potentially whoever's judging this first ever Olympic I'm sure they don't have a background in skateboarding. I think they might be looking at like hang time right. and stuff like that beyond like the how risky it was to try that flip trick at the beginning of a run and, and still like do several... Like some people keep it safe and they they hit the coping and they do they just simple grab flip grab. I'm more impressed by like a, a six foot melon grab on vert. I'm more impressed by like a flat ground laser flip, and a fucking yeah. uh, like a Olympic judge might not know. But again, it's like I said, it's subjective. It's like an art form, uh, and somebody who does know the in and outs of skateboarding might be more impressed by a seven. Seven foot uh, vert melon, than I than with a fucking flat ground laser flip. So I don't know. It's a weird sport. It's cool that it's getting fucking mainstream recognition, though. I I like that. And just like that, folks, the TPS Reports podcast is off and running. Do you know what's happening now? This highly recommended. that shit, bro. Woo! Oh my goodness gracious. This week's yeah. highly recommended album Man. comes from none other, none other than... Wow. One <laughs> fourth shot? Let's go. Blow up, bro. <laughs> David Bowie's 1977 release. Whoa. Another artist that personally influenced me light years beyond the Beatles. I'm going to move on over here because my phone just died. Uh oh. Go ahead. And I had the Wikipedia get you some, bro. for Go this on, album pulled up with a bunch of info that I can't reference at this point. Um, recorded, I believe, in France in 1976, David Bowie and Iggy Pop made a French getaway to record Iggy Pop's solo debut, The Idiot, which was written and produced by Bowie, China Girl. Um... And afterwards, Bowie recorded this. 
with Brian Eno. I, I didn't know uh, before doing my research. Uh, I just love this album. I love this album, and I'll, and I'll say, you know what? How apropos that we talked about Andrew Reynolds and skateboarding so much because Damn. I discovered this song and this album through his part in what was it? This um, it was that tour video, America. Yeah. Who cares? Andrew Reynolds had a part <laughs> years ago, and the music was this song, but a cover by a group called The Sea and Cake. Yep. I mean, so much of my music influenced yours too. I'm sure came from skate videos. Oh my god! And it's that, just being so young and impressionable, dude. That's where like my modest mouse phase. Donovan. Donovan. Um. Um. Lou Reed in the Velvet Underground. My Tom interest- Penny. Flip. Sorry. You know, that's get that launched me into like Velvet Underground uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exploration. More Andrew Reynolds. He got me into Jimi Jimi Hendrix's Electric Ladyland, even though I'd already known Jimi Hendrix. I learned how to play Burning the Midnight Lamp on piano because I saw that video. And then I was like, it was just a divine timing of that video was out and I could read sheet music at the time because I was in concert band. (laughs) I was like, I I can learn this. Possibly my favorite Bowie song. Yeah. Sound and vision, ladies I and gentlemen. I really like um, do, 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 rock and roll suicide. Flip sorry. Ardo sorry. That's right. Uh, but seriously, that. I was in high school when the flip video came out, and there was a lot of like Velvet Underground and Bowie in that. And. Ardo's part that splits, what's it, 1984 1984 and Rock and Roll Suicide suicide has held up to me as like, and I've I've heard a lot more Bowie since I was 16, man, when I first saw that video and got more into it. Rock and Roll Suicide is me, like, shut up, dude, I'm trying to profess my love. What what album album is Rock and Roll Suicide? (laughs) It like, the the constant buildup, the constant evolution of the production and the crescendo of everything. It's kind of how I like. I had it in mind when we wrote Third Party, how the beat builds the entire length of each verse. Yeah. Like the beat of Rock and Roll Suicide, not to stray from your al- uh, recommendation this week. Yeah, get on with it. it j- it's the fucking best song. It's better than Sound and it's Vision. Not. Let's it go. Isn't. Here you go. I can't hear you. Good. I can't hear you <laughs> over this inferior song. <laughs> Waiting for the gift of Sound and Vision. Well, what I was saying is. I've just always liked it, and I picked it. Um, I inherited my parents' record collection, and this was uh, my mom had it on vinyl, so I've always had this album. It's got sound and vision, and in doing my research today, I, I discovered a bunch of shit I didn't even know. I discovered that it was—it's extremely—it's regarded as extremely influential among the genre of post-punk, post-rock. I didn't know that uh, Brian Eno was one of the uh, co-producers and and performs on every song. I did not know that Iggy Pop is the background vocals on this song. I did not know that the song Warsaw was extremely influential to Trent Reznor and to Radiohead. Uh, Tree Fingers on Kid A. I would say uh, 
Easily, next to Sound and Vision, my favorite song in the album being A New Career in a New Town, which was the B-side to the single, which was Sound and Vision. Uh, extremely ahead of its time, this song. It's credited kind of for for being like the first this like pop song with this backbeat. It's Just a steady... Note bass. <laughs> Is it, though? Can we find an earlier? So ahead of its time, though. Listen to the sound. This is 1977. One, two, three, four. I like how you said faux. You still kept it modern and urban. <laughs> faux, baby! God, it's so good. A lot of instrumental work. Also learned that Philip Glass, his first album, was an ode to David Bowie's Low. Philip Glass, who is uh, is probably probably the most prominent uh, living documentary scorer, including 100 Foot Wave on HBO right now. Damn, he called it all the way back. Wow. I love the synth on Breaking Glass. This is also very ahead of its time. Just get to it. What a good fucking album, bro. Front to backer. So you think, like, because the things you're describing, synth and the quarter note bass, more like that this the, stuff. Yeah, you're describing this the Brian 80s. Eno. You're describing the 80s. Wee. And he had a three, four year lead on that. Oh, yeah. Heavy synth, heavy backbeats, a pioneer. This noise right here. So cool. Yeah, we should get one of those. Bop, 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 bop. Biggity boop, biggity beep, beep. Good ass album ends with Subterraneans. Cool song. A lot of like, like, uh, like miracle tones type, like fucking vibes. A lot of toodly oodlies. And just like, just like ambiance, ambient ambiance. So it's a lot of like Christopher Nolan action sequence. Just ohms. Just subby Huge <laughs> influence on uh, Joy Division, all that post-punk shit. David Bowie's Low, 1977. I would, Check consi- it I would out. consider it a high point. Wow. Get high, listen to Low. I don't think I know this song. Subterraneans. It's got 1B Low on it. 1B Low. <laughs> Subterraneans! I'm trying to... It's, where where is it going? It's just a lot of like fucking weird miracle Get tones. There. Do you know what miracle tones hey, is? No no no. Wait. Oh wait. Alright. Horn solo, let's go. Woodwind rather. <laughs> yeah, now I know to skip five minutes in to get to the sax solo. That's all. I just wanted to know when the thing happened. 
Otherwise, I gotta say, not my favorite Bowie song. <laughs> this guy's a genius. But what are we doing here? What is this? Is this in the is this in the Drive soundtrack with uh, <laughs> Ryan Gosling? Just synthy '80s vibe. That's like Miracle Tones. You know Miracle Tones? Miracle Tones. No, is that like a band? Not really. Yeah, I thought you were describing it is a style an, of it, It's an sound. artist uh, out there on, on the spotties, okay. but it's all just this. Here, here's an example Damn. of Miracle Tones. Their Spotify bag is crazy. Everything is 20 million. You just, it's like stuff to do yoga to. But look, ev- that's crazy. Every track is like, it's just this. Like, their monthly listeners aren't even that high, half but a mil, everything is so. Their monthly up listeners there. is half a mil, and their top five songs have 20 million, 15, 20 17 mil. million, 20 million, 17 and let's, million. Let's use the word million. songs loosely. Tracks. Yeah. Go to the next one. Earners. It's going to be like this. These are just their earners. Here. This makes li- the living of somebody called Miracle Tones. It's like what you get massages Holy to. shit. It's stuff to put on while you. In a massage parlor. My girlfriend puts it on all the time when we do yoga and shit. Really nice, actually. Damn it. I know how to make this. I know how to do this. Meditation. I could make this. You're telling me 17.3 million streams if I just start pressing the fucking button down. 17.3 million streams for this, what you're hearing right now. Okay, let me think about this for a second. I literally have to meditate on this right now. I've been wasting my entire life trying to be creative. The term waste and life are both subjective. (laughs) I can, I will, I must be better. No, no, you should give up, you should kill yourself. No, don't be so negative. Yeah, here you go. This is great smoking a bong music, too. Let's David Bowie's happen. low. <laughs> Highly recommend Miracle it, Tones. Give them your money. No, but without David Holy Bowie's low, shit. there would be no arcade miracle fire. Right. There would be no joy division, and there would be no Miracle Tones. Well, I take no joy in thinking about how much money Miracle Tones makes off these streams. Holy cow. There is a division between me and joy. Thinking about how much money comes from these 20 mil, 20 mil. Nothing. It's nothing. I assume it's like a whole team of people. (laughs) Really? This takes a team of people? I can prove that it doesn't. Holy cow. Let me download Synth app. Here's the most recent album. Mindfulness. Here's a song called Remove Negative Energy. I've been trying so hard. (laughs) Maybe it's because I haven't been listening to Spotify. (laughs) I I do enjoy, like, uh. It's nice. It's calming. When I meditate, I don't listen to shit like this. I just. I just take the environment in. I don't try. But when I stretch, or if I were getting a massage, I. I, This improves that um, atmosphere for me. I'm cool with stretching. Like, I think like that 
I get it. Silence when I do yoga. I usually do also. Or a lot of times I'll just watch along. Like I put on a thing where I just listen to them saying what, right. what's happening. I next. like having an instructor. Right. But it, sometimes they have on very softly the the uh, the mindful. But, well, tones. they're not supposed to. Right. Have you ever had? Um, you ever done a class like on YouTube or whatever? But what, with Bikram, the guy Bikram. No, I've searched Bikram and done the style with. Other people. That's my favorite form of yoga. I like doing Bikram yoga, the 90-minute hot 26 yeah. poses. Oh, I never have gone 90. Um, but so it's I, weird no, when I you listen with him, uh, and then you hear, like, because every Bikram teacher has had to, like, learn from Bikram, and then some people, like, mimic him, or he does weird things. It's weird. I don't know. If you don't learn from Bikram, you are doomed to Like, when you do standing Bikram. bow, you're supposed to, like, put your arm out first or whatever uh and then you like grab your ankle or whatever and he'll be like now put your arm out like give me some money mama <laughs> I, <laughs> just I says like little that. things like that that are like, like that. it's kind of taking me out of it i hate that you're being silly also i watched a documentary on you and you've kind of like raped people i think oh yeah i saw that too i heard about that yeah <laughs> i've watched i still do the class it's a great class but he's a creep i've i've tested out all of the like free youtube ladies and stuff like i've 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 there was one. There's, there's one, one that I don't like. Jen Hillman. Maybe I don't know that one. And uh, <laughs> I couldn't do her videos because, and she's not even like, I couldn't do her videos because I would just end up jerking off. Yeah, I would have to go jerk off. There's something about her that's sexy to me. I am attracted to these women, and not all of them. I could. I, there's plenty I could do where it's like I'm not. There's something about her, uh, and she doesn't even like. She's not over sexualized or anything like that. There's just something about her where I was like. I want to have sex with this person, and now instead of stretching, I'm gonna go stretch my penis skin a bunch of times <laughs> back and forth until I jizz into a napkin. That's why they give them the big bucks, folks. Hey, uh, the the um, one everybody who has googled free yoga shit has seen is yoga with Adrian. Can't stand her, and it's because of that. Never heard. She of her. interjects with all sorts of like. I I just. I've sworn off of her years ago. There's things about yoga. <laughs> it's uh, always something instructors like instructors that goof me out. Yeah, there's like a half. There's like a breath, and then they'll be like, "And never mind my dog being silly." Hello, boy. And it's like, all right, just shut the fuck up. Or they'll be like, "And look downward, stretch your neck down." As I notice, I spilled some toothpaste on my top this morning. Okay, that's retarded. It's like shut the fuck up. I, I stop and change it to someone who's not trying to be quippy. I think at all. of things like uh, when they're like. Um, like put your feet together, strong pressed together like a cobra's tail. They always say like a cobra's tail. It's in the fun, it's like in the script or whatever. And it's every the time the move, right? I can't cobra help but, but think um but they say it in any pose uh where where your feet are supposed to be together where you're on your belly. Yeah. And I can't help but think every time that like you just mean like a tail. It doesn't matter whose tail it is. Every no, tail no, no. It's got to be like a cobra's tail. It doesn't matter that it's a cobra's tail. A dog's tail is also one thing. My feet together like a dog's oh, tail. but a dog's tail wags. <laughs> Just say a tail. <laughs> um, and then they're, then they're like, the uh, factor. I've heard instructors in classes I've been at uh, when you're doing like wind removing pose and stuff, and they'll be like, grab your leg uh, exactly two inches below. The, I've heard exactly two inches below the knee. And yeah, it's like, do I, your tape what, what do I have a fucking ruler in class? <laughs> you know, those like guys who go fishing, who get the tattoo of like a ruler on their leg so that they can hold the fish. I've never heard of that. You, don't, you have never seen that? No. <laughs> I'm sorry, I think it's pretty great. Right. Whoa. 
Boo! Man, you corny! That stinks, dude. I'm going to look it up because I don't believe people are doing this. Google it. Fisherman. It's totally a thing. Fisherman ruler, ruler tattoo. Tattoo. Hundreds of guys have this. I wanna, I'm going to click at least 100 photos. Ew, there's so many. There's so many, bro. Uh, I was just talking to Chad no. the other day. Vanna. God um, damn it, people are dumb. <laughs> We were uh, talking about how I discovered there's an Instagram profile. You can just Google this, too. Picasso Homer. Uh, and I saw one. Google Picasso Homer. I, I'm sorry. My internet's being a cunt right Being now. cunty. I can't even get to the fisherman tat. Uh, Picasso Homer. Let's see, if, let's see if you can handle this. And let's I saw, the, I saw one, and then I saw a Marge, and I was like, this is awesome. I don't have a tattoo. Uh, but this is really cool and really unique. Anyway, my whole point was like, uh, I went from thinking it was cool and almost in the back of your mind, like, hey, that's something fucking I could I could get someday. Uh, and then you see on the account, there's like a hundred of them. Yeah. Well, this this is clearly all the same person. Yeah, Google them. Picasso Homer Instagram. Well, I real quick. That one kicks ass. That's a great tattoo. Holy shit. Um, Auditory medium. Yeah, I was going to say, let's just do pictures. fan questions. We did enough. I'll, I'll jump to the next thing. <laughs> Fuck this. Um, here is a voicemail from our pal, Gosh. It's the Palmer Squares. I was wondering, I had a question, because I was having this conversation with my friend the other day. What would be the weirdest thing to smell while you were fucking somebody? Just like while you were right into it, what would be be the, the worst, the jankiest smell that would waft into your nostrils? Well, first it was weird. Yeah, weirdest smell. Then it was worst, and then it was janky. I don't know how to describe a smell as janky. Terms dick. Uh, it's the worst, but it's not the weirdest. It, it's going to be there. <laughs> it's definitely janky. I I would say it's not poo. lanky. It's janky. Because, but if the question is weird, you could expect to smell poo depending on what kind of sex you're having. You could expect to smell some poo. But there's other t- smells that would be weird that, you know, it's weird because you wouldn't expect to smell it. Right. Worst, I'm going to say, though, is, is, is poop. <laughs> I don't, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say it. It's poop. <laughs> it's also, you know, <laughs> what are the bad smells you're gonna smell when you're all up in someone's ass? In someone's ass. You just went a little walk <laughs> when you're all up in someone's, someone's ass. ass. Uh, yeah, we're just gonna go with um, someone's ass. We're gonna go with shit. No, how about this? Someone else's ass. It's like if I smell like her ass, maybe I would expect that. <coughs> I got had one someone time, else's ass. I got had one time uh, from a girl, and then like like reached back, uh, like feeling up in her at in her tush, up in her ass, up in, in the tush. tush. I'm just looking for some tush, and uh, immediately could could smell the stink like all over my hand. It was crazy. It was very noticeable. Yuck! It was a very stinky tush. <laughs> Stop saying dirty stuff for a second, would you? So I guess that that would also it did also qualify under the weird category. It was it was worst. It was weird. I guess it was janky. It was janky, <laughs> to <laughs> say <guess> the least. <laughs> there was some jank going on. 
There was some stank. It was more stanky than janky, but it was both. (laughs) Uh, Here is um, what looks like our friend Austin from Boston. Thanks for the glasses, bro. I just want to say it was awesome meeting you guys at the show. I'm super glad that I wasn't one of those drunk-ass people. And I'll admit I had to pace myself, or I probably would have been. But I really wanted to talk to you guys after the show, and it ran so fucking late. So I just paced myself and got to talk to you guys sober and remember it all. And there was some fucking drunk people there. There was that girl who she was passed out next to the stage. She was fine one second, and then she was fucking hammered the next. Roofies. That's how it happens. Roofies. Hits ya. <laughs> yeah, and thank you for validating that. I, I you know, this, saying we not every time. kind of crowd? No, I, I sometimes I'm curious where it's like, look, people that were at the show are going to listen to this, and like, I think all the shows are great, but there's, there's, there's negative commentary at times, like how late we go on and that whole just the nature of that beast. People leave. People get too drunk. It does happen. But I hope it doesn't sound like just us ranting and raving. We've been doing this for over a decade, and like we know this is part of the game but the later the shows are it's like that double-edged sword and the fonte quote about headlining it's like all right we're playing last but it would have been cooler if we were on stage like 90 minutes ago it just just look around it would have been you know passed out by the stage and she knocked over a beer bottle right shattered it on the ground and the the people that worked at the rubber gloves venue came and they cleaned it up and then literally they weren't even done walking away with the mop and bucket and shit yet and she buzzed another bottle and then they kicked her out. That shit was crazy, man. People get way too smashed. But uh, the reason I'm calling is because I have a recommendation for you fuckers, mainly term because uh, you guys don't listen to enough ZZ Top, apparently. Listen to the most recent episode. And ZZ Top kicks ass, dude. You got to listen to him. Listen to Cheap Sunglasses for me. You probably already heard it. Don't know you have. But that fucking tune kicks ass, too. Just Put it on. Fuck it. I'm gay. Super gay. You're gay. I'm gay. gay. And, uh, Let's kiss. I don't know, man. We never got to take that shower, so I'm going to take another one. You want to be gay? Later. Fine. No problem. Everybody's heard this song. It's definitely familiar, but I don't know it like I know Tish. This part. Better get yourself some cheap sunglasses. Fair enough, I did recognize that. lightning glasses. Thank you, Austin. Thank you for the glasses, also. How apropos. Yeah, I see what he did there. Son uh, of a bitch, he nails it every time. Wow. <laughs> Austin brought me some glasses that he said he stole from a casino. I didn't. Still don't really like. Didn't understand. Were they for sale? Doesn't or matter. Or did somebody like Doesn't set matter. them down at the blackjack table and you yeah. fucking you nabbed problem. them and it's not walked your away? Problem. Uh, here's another voicemail. It's not my problem. It's my fortune. What's up, cock meat sandwiches? It's your boy. Chew, you already know. Hey, I'm just calling. There's no reason in particular other than to shout out. Tyron, what's up, dog? Happy fucking birthday, bro. Thank you, sir. I don't know what the day (laughs) (laughs) is. Yes. (laughs) 
I'm good. The biggest faggot. <laughs> All right, love you. Bye. We got what mattered. Thank you, two trains. Hey, nailed Must it. Have gone under a tunnel. The or thing something. is, if I'm not mistaken, no, I am mistaken. You're always mistook. And um, no, I, I was going to be. I was a day off, but next week, like podcast day, I thought it was your birthday, but it's not. It's the, it's the day. Uh, what is that before? Yeah. Next but I'll Tuesday. still be gone. Right. So we're going to try and do an episode. Maybe we can do one while we're camping out at uh, Everwild. This weekend, we're hanging out. Are you? Ohio. Ow! Um, yeah, looking forward to that. And we play Saturday Newark, night. Newark, Ohio. But everybody that's there for the uh, Tropidelic Festival, um, look for us. We're going to be around. And uh, then we both go off different directions for a week um, doing something else. But... Maybe we can get an episode in. If not, we might be off next week. We shall find out together. Um, we can, but yeah, uh, happy early birthday to our pal Term. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Let's take a shot for Term's birthday. For, uh, Yeehaw! It's a fine reason, right? Let's do that. Remember when we used to do the show in the morning? That was fucking stupid. <laughs> this show is the whiskey. That's like all it. It's like the lifeblood of the podcast in recent months. Right, I love it. I absolutely love it. Let's do another question. Um, here is something from somebody. What else could I say? I know who this guy is. <laughs> the farmer squares the game. <laughs> what else could I do? I'm the nasty man too. <laughs> Yo, it's your friendly neighborhood ass man here. I wanted to chime in because, Term, I fucking agree with you about that TikTok overflow. If I have to hear a fucking robot voice Thank you. narrate some bullshit over some royalty-free circus music, I might delete myself, man. Like, I don't know what to do. My mental, mental health is completely compromised after witnessing this. But uh, I'm glad I'm not alone with that shit. But uh, besides that, <laughs> Gotta hit the old dusty trail. Peace out, fags. Another Thank guy you. who just nails it. Thank you. I feel validated. Have you ever seen Ass Man Guy and Austin from Boston in the same place? Because they both nail it, so I don't know. Same guy? <laughs> uh, thank you, caller. We could track these numbers. All right, here's another one. I was moved by Squidward's testicles impression, and <laughs> I took it upon myself to learn, so here goes nothing. Ah, oh, this is Whittler's testicles. <laughs> I just want to say, I don't like the mania <laughs> God damn it. I don't think I saved the original. What? Iso- no, like the clip. I don't think I have that. Why not? I don't think I pulled it individually. Oh my God. It would take too long, but I'm telling you, you don't need it. It's he nailed it. I was so expecting you to now play the original. No, well, too bad. Fuck. <laughs> hey, rest assured, buddy's been practicing, and it shows. What about the That guy did it good. All right, here is I think the last one. Yo, so I'm on a Tinder date last night, and it's getting steamy. She goes, "What should I put on?" I blanked. And then I remembered, the universe will smile upon you or whatever by Krongan, but I was like, 
I'll put on Kulang Ben. That's that's some good fuck music. So uh thanks. Term appreciate it, dude. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. This guy got his knob slobbed with some Krong Ben. That is correct. Hell yeah! I'm, I'm, I'm right here! The man could sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. Ketchup, ketchup popsicle? Uh, thank you, and you're welcome, and you're, you're smoking. <laughs> next time, next Tinder date, throw on some David Bowie low. Mm-hmm. It might be a little weirder, but, you know, I told you I used to cop titties in high school to, uh, like, all tomorrow's parties. Fucking Velvet Underground and Nico, like weird heroin music. Yeah. Term would put on mindful tones and <laughs> sniff hair. <laughs> uh, here's one more, I believe, once again from, gosh, real quick. It's called Quick Voice Again? Mail. Hey, guys, it's me. I'm at work, so I have to be kind of quiet, but right now I'm cleaning the bathroom. Anyway. <laughs> gosh gets a pass. I just like, gosh. They call in. They're always at work. It's always like something crazy is happening in the shop or Look, it's a commendable effort. Here. <laughs> of course. I'm listening to the podcast and Ack is like, what's this fucking duck cartoon? And buddy, I know almost every cartoon under the goddamn sun and I'm pretty sure you're thinking of Duckman because it was a little bit before Term's time. I'm 26, but I still know this cartoon because I've watched it before. Yeah, I'm a little bit. Um, if that's not what you're thinking Jesus. about, if you can think of like three details from a cartoon that you you guys don't remember... I swear to God, I can, I, I, I know it. I know it <laughs> exactly. If you just know okay. like, what the characters look like. Let's see. What other characters? First, first of all, Gosh is correct. It's Duck Man. The duck one you're talking about, but. Thank you. Nobody else chimed in. I really, I forgot about it, and now I'm glad that somebody remembered. <laughs> that makes me feel good. But uh, I don't remember Duck Man. Uh, uh, fucking Costanza was the voice. And this was on, let's see, what was the. Now that you, sh- you 1994 the, to the 97. Art, I do remember Duck Man. Right? Here's a... I totally remember this. Here's a sample of Duckman. 100%. Sue me, I'm colorful. Doesn't mean I belong in here. This is what I was talking about. Besides, what gives you the right to judge other people anyway? The diploma. Judging people is pretty much the main benefit. That and the license plates with MD on them. You can park almost anywhere. And when you think about it, isn't that exactly the point? So this was like in the same realm of... um, The critic. Like mid-90s. They don't taste like it was uh, the prelude to um, even like a little obviously a little before this. But it was Cartoon Network, and it was their prelude to Adult Swim. It was probably one of the things that contributed to the decision to make Adult Swim. Yeah, this is like yeah, I do remember that show, and that's it's cartoon like I programming. By the way, that's geared totally towards an adult it's demographic. Pathetic that I spent like fucking three minutes last week. I'm just like, it's a show about a duck. What's it called? It's called Duck Man. It's not a stretch. Yeah, you like, suck. This is a fucking. Hold on. Shut up. Wait, you, you probably you said it. it. No, I'm sorry. That's not right. You were probably like, no. man. Remember that show? It was <laughs> a duck. What's that show? Come on, duck, it was man. a duck, man, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, all right. I bet you said it a bunch. Thank you, gosh, and thank you, thank you, gosh, world. Thank, thank you, you world. everybody. Thank let's you everybody. um, let's take a moment to acknowledge some commenters of our YouTube channel. YouTube uh, you commenters. Guys. I also saw like I was gonna I was gonna this week because I had nothing else and. 
It's not worth it. But there was like somebody was spouting off in a Beach Squad post that got deleted, something, some bullshit. And then uh, me. somebody else uh, stirring up something in the comments about stirring up we're, something in the comments. We have comments. no growth. On what even a funny kill. thing to say. Yeah, they're stirring something up. Stirring up something in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> they, they watch us rapping a one take in my living room. And they're just like, this guy's been doing this forever. They don't, where's the growth? It, internally, we don't present the rapping in the living room one take series we're doing right now as, this, as like our, our biggest release. This is literally us trying to kill time last year during the lockdown, rapping over like fan sent beats just to do something. Well, and also like. This isn't us trying to make paralyzed and. Uh, bottom line and uh, back to Eden and really all those things that pr- that Where's, show growth. <laughs> so what? What if there is no growth? M. Night Shyamalan's got old out right now. That guy hasn't done anything There's different. no growth in that. <laughs> it's the same formula. We are the, uh, and, I, and I don't think it's that bad of a thing, the M. Night Shyamalan's of rap. <laughs> <laughs> yes. we, we started strong with fucking Stuart Little. <laughs> And uh, she's all that, and the sixth sense. He wrote all those movies. and Unbreakable. Don't think I'm just skipping over it. Uh, Jerk. You know, got Tony Colletti nominated for an Academy Award, and then uh, we just kind of wrote it out, wrote out the formula. <laughs> We're just riding it out, and now, baby. And you can't tell me that even if old sucks, which I'm sure it does, uh, and I'll go see it. I will. If I release anything right now, it should be called old. I will go see it. <laughs> and you but you can't tell me that um you know, he's not capable ten years from now of, of stinking out. just the same <laughs> amount. Or of releasing something where you're like, Oh my god, you know, that was good. So to paraphrase what Term's <laughs> saying, wait ten more years. And we might impress you. Yeah. Um so I can't guarantee I'm going to hang in there the entire time. <laughs> I think we should just try now for like another year well, and then give up, just pull the shoot early. Let's make one more, like one more valiant effort. Our last bastion of hope. Whatever our next thing is should be like, it's our we should old. actually care. No, no, no. We should actually try to make it good. Cause. Well, we, neither of us have seen it. So, you know, now how many more of these pass judgment? Man, our albums in our 40s are going to suck. <laughs> Here's a comment on Brainwash. Sick beat, sick bars, sick boys. There you go. Another one on Brainwash. Hip-hop, one word. Not two, no hyphens. Engelbert Humperdinck, good track. These are boring this week. These are very boring comments this are very week. Uh, <laughs> unremarkable. Um, even Keel, want to see them and Cal Scrooby work together. Who? Can't say I nosed a man. Look up Cal Scrooby. Cal. Scrooby. <laughs> Cal Scrooby. I'm sure I was laughing at their name. Was gonna oh, you know what? Bode well. I said bode well earlier. Yeah, you got nothing. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's two bode wells in one episode, in one installment, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. This doesn't bode well for future installments <laughs> on a creative level. <laughs> I'm trying to get to a Cal Scrooby in this bitch. Another ad? Wow, this guy's oh, at the I level to where he gets double ads. Cal Scrooby video. Double I, I, ad level is an admirable level. I'm trying to get there. 
<laughs> I'm still working on it. Looks like bugs. Yeah, you know what? Bugs I Philly. swear somebody has Looks sent me like this him. dude before, and I don't. I don't it wasn't this. This is called Donnie Darko. I don't know what the other one was. I remember watching it, whatever it was, and I remember liking it. I was playing two hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now. When I hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town. Run up in the spot, no dance, and I make a home get down. Boy, you better sit down. Google Picasso Homer on Instagram. Now that the internet works. It's like a Donnie Darko uh, video. Dude on web. Alright, Picasso Homer Instagram. So it's like Simpson characters with their face inverted. They're, yeah, the face is reversed. The head's facing right, the face is facing He's left. Also That's the, uh, Somebody got the uh, Homer going into the bushes. That one's great. Now they're doing like Futurama and stuff. Oh, I'm like, I'm not logged in on my desktop. But I could real quick, right? Again, don't make me put the pin. Fuck. Uh, well, I get it. All right, everybody. No episode next week. <laughs> Was that um, 10? No. He's, he's cool. Yeah. Let's get him and Bugs on a track. Let's do it. Interstate Cypher. Do I hear a lisp? Everyone says you have a lisp on that because it kind of sounds like you do. Um, Play it. What is it? Interstate Cypher. The, this this is like a classic, not the Let's best audio. About Stanley Ipkith. Stanley Ipkith. <laughs> Stanley Ipkith. I'm a mathicistic. Why, why, why did you have so many S words in this one? This window? is the one we played on the Skanks because you're wearing the Skanks shirt. Right. And they joked about how we you know, didn't bring a single light. <laughs> Just the darkest video. And they called video Lewis the a terrorist. I'm a massive nitwit, tad bit masochistic, masculine. Too many S words for the fucking bad mic up. I'm a test bit masochistic. I'm a test bit masochistic. Okay, masochistic does sound a little lispy there. Masochistic. I'm a massive nitwit, tad bit masochistic, masculine, Stanley Ipkiss. Stanley Ipkiss. Stan, I'm listening to my Britney Spears CD. Atlas, give me some love. Lazarus in this bitch. Atlas, loud Atlas. Advocate to the devil. The issue was settled. I'm ripping through metal like tissue. The issue was settled. Bitch, and you wish you could. Bet you wish you took time to rewrite. Try to be hard with a list. Bitch, you wish you could. I'm listening to all this though. Like, I'm not saying anything because I'm listening to it like it's the first time. What am I saying? Um, here, let's run it back. I'm ripping through metal like tissue. I wish you would. Oh, yeah. Okay. Test me, bro. Bitch, and you wish you could, bet you wish you took time to rewrite. Everything is looking quite dreamlike. Seem like I'm tripping, I'm tipping like Timberwood. Never hit would look like a peak. Might mean he a victim of victimhood. What's good? What's, What's good? good? What's good? Something like Nicki Minaj. Freaky Minaj. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The, it's it's like the first. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's like the first line, the Stanley Ipkiss part. I'm a, I'm I'm a, a tad bit masochistic. It's mostly masochistic. Masochistic. I don't know. I felt like uh, there was a time in my early twenties when you were just a tad bit masochistic. tad bit masochistic. Uh, where I thought like lispy 
saying things lispily was like endearing or something. What are you talking about? <laughs> Clearly, it's a microphone issue. No, I'm not kidding. And you, but you're saying that it wasn't, and you were having a lisp. You were putting on a lisp because you were into that. At I'm the not time. saying that either. No, that's what you said. <laughs> I'm not. It's not <laughs> what I said. I said there was a time in my early 20s where I thought like uh, being kind of lispy was like. Oh my god! <laughs> Do it. You. Well, that was appropriate. You are one pathetic loser. This is better. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. At no, no point. Not taken. In your rambling. Yeah. Um. Wow. So you would do that. You would be flirting with girls, and you'd be like, "Not. Do you want a Pepsi? No. <laughs> you want to split a soda? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What's your fixation on soft Fucking drinks? putting on mindful tones and sniffing hair and saying. Sip a soda. What is? What is? Where did the hair <laughs> sniffing come from? You said know. it twice now. Yeah, no, it just my Joe like Biden. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the clip from <laughs> like are. the other day? Joe Biden did it again. I, mean, I think it's the first time as president. Look it up. Okay, I was gonna say I've seen this clip. Have Let's you see. though? Because this was like two days ago. Biden sniffs more hair. Little girl, you gotta put little girl. I mean, it's implied. Put little it's girl. Biden sniffs. <laughs> Bro, put little girl. Biden sniffs little girl. Sounds like a like a nursery rhyme. <laughs> Mary had Biden, Biden sniffs, sniffs a little, little girl, little girl, little girl. Little girl. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many pictures. Oh my god, it's a collage. There's nothing new though. None of these articles are from even. Here we go. Joe, creepy Joe Biden. Okay, this is from. Yeah, I would one day ago, right? Five days ago. Five? Yes. Oh hey, you've gosh. pulled it up. Dead phone? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not seeing it. Nothing is from yesterday. Nazi. Uh, scroll down. There you go. I think it's because it's the first time as pre- El Presidente. Because mm-hmm. all the other ones, he was vice. But also, like, with this this article, the only article that is reporting on it. I know. It's it's probably from some the, goofy. The subta- the That's the one, is, though. Come on, but this creepy mind. old pervert shouldn't be allowed within a thousand feet of a school. Never mind the, the validity of the publication. Line. There's the picture right there, and it's not doctored. Come he's on, he's talking in her ear. He's like, "Get off my His, lap, you old bitch." He's like kissing her shoulder. No, it's totally hearsay. Almost. Is there video? It's like uh, if he kissed when her they shoulder, say it would be on video. It's like when they say Tyson oh, Fury licked blood off of Deontay Wilder. Like he didn't, but. You know, he flicked his tongue right over his Why shoulder. Why is there a it was play suggestive. button if you're not going to play it? <laughs> I want to watch him sniff a little girl. Come on. Come on. Come on. It's, a, it's like uh, he has a history. This is, this is, of sniffing this is suspect. And touching it shouldn't on, be Yes, his behavior of f- sniffing and touching on little girls is suspect. Well, exactly. If, if, it shouldn't be this hard to play the video. <laughs> it's not playing. And this is like the the website that's trying to tell you about more to the uh, point of the validity of the publication. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> if it's impossible to use, yeah. <laughs> no, video. they're shutting it all down. Go, go to the now you've seen the thumbnail. Go to the video tab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Your shit's like a DSL. Yeah, my right internet now. hates this You're on show. The, mm-hmm. Dick sucking lip modem. <laughs> all right. Well, this is fucking boring, anyways. There's a few more comments, and they mostly are on Brainwash. One of them says, thank you. Same guy, same video. I'm in awe. Jane Adams, someone else. August 2021. I'm in August. Still hyped. 
2021 and i'm <laughs> how hyped. are you going to the mall uh even keel god i love this shit i yeah. love it where's the even keel comments bro? And another even keel killing it as always thanks for the new tune new tune new tune patreon.com slash palmer squares new tune right now we have a new one take up it's called even keel it's going to be out everywhere this weekend and uh i feel like i mispronounced a word in my opening line really i think i feel like it's pursueth and i say pursueth yeah you usually have a lisp pursueth 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 the wick of fluent pursueth 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 i'm just bending it you can't hear that it's just you're so your style is so swagged out. Right. It's a swagged out <laughs> it's a swagged out style. It's, it's just a swag thing. It's a swag issue. It's a it's a Bible passage. The wicked flee when none pursueth. Or pursueth. Pursueth. Just own it. Pursueth. See, this is that insecurity that I relate to in Dave. The liquor be one hundred proof. It's I was like, it's a like, perfect I, I messed rhyme. Up, so. It's a perfect rhyme. And then I'm like, wait, I'm pronouncing no, one of the words. It's wrong. actually imperfect. It's a near <laughs> yeah, rhyme. It's yeah, a, a near rhyme. <laughs> Even keel, patreon.com slash Palmer Squares streaming now. Um, you don't have to be a patron. You don't have to subscribe to our Patreon to see it. But thank you for Just, everybody that has been doing such. Right. And uh, and maybe if really you go there and, and the video impresses you enough, despite the mispronunciation, you'll become a patron. No, I think the Lisp thing ruined it for a lot of <laughs> folks. <laughs> uh, this weekend, everybody, we're going to be in Newark, Ohio with the homies, Tropidelic. Uh, more than that, they're playing both nights. We got Ballyhoo, Pacifier, Cashed Out, uh, the Rise Brothers. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, Bikini Trail, Sun Dried Vibes. R-I-E-S. Reese Brothers? R-I-E-S? Can't say I know the man. Wait, what? Uh, Zoo Trip and, and our homie Toby Raps as the MC of the whole. Weekend. Toby's hosting. Mm-hmm. Toby's the host. Yeah, that's it. We gotta. I want to do a host gig. Just kind of like keep it fresh in between acts. Have to keep going out there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sounds terrible. No, I like it. I want to let it build. I just I like don't want to have to put on done. a big finale, a, a big pop at the end. Big <laughs> fan of the a one lot and of pressure. Done. Speaking of pressure, uh, Everwild Music Festival this weekend, Ohio. May we? Can I use this <laughs> set? May we? <laughs> Another thing that's been stuck in my head all week. So I love yeah, the uh, we play I love Liar Night. Liar. It's a funny movie, and I love the... You know what? They don't make movies like they used to, bro. With the outtakes at the end. Yeah. It was a big 90s thing, I feel like. Yeah, I kind of liked a good uh, outtake ending. All the Jackie Chan movies. I referenced one earlier when I said, yeah. You filled the fish. That's in the rush hour. Who do you think you got? Chelsea Grammer? In the <laughs> Who do you think you got? Chelsea Clinton? <laughs> Chelsea Clinton? In the uh, rush hour outtakes. Yeah. And Chris Tucker doesn't know how to say, You filled the fish. Yeah, it's amazing. You filled the fish. It's true comedy. It's, it's the best. Can't teach this stuff. <laughs> uh,. What yeah, liar, liar, classic. I'd have got him ten. Go <laughs> on with 10. the go on with the Boreville. Um, TPS reports podcast at gmail.com 708-797-3079 and again, thanks to everybody who's checked out the new video. There's going to be a new one next month as well, and uh, don't have to be a patron to watch it, but it helps us a lot. So if you like what we're doing, think about it. Um, merchandise palmersquares.com slash shop. We have some leftover tour shirts and some. Leftover tour shirts. Ren and Stimpy stuff. Ren and Stimpy's. We got the tour package, too. 
uh, all individually. The poster, the cassette, the shirt—they're all—they're each ten dollars. But you can buy all three for twenty-five. So trying to move the leftovers. Why not? Uh, and it is some of the coolest, um, like tour flyer art that we've had. Maybe it's been a while, but we're, it was pretty great graphic. The I poster like is is awesome. Yeah, so we're running low we're on the cassettes, so the packages are. Once we're out of cassettes, right, there right. are no more packages, um, and we're running low on the cassettes. They are. It's all. I think each side is. Get there. You're getting there. An hour is it? So each side is 50 minutes of. Just selections from the One Takes series. Yep. And then 10 minutes of Ben Book, Beatbox, and, and Freestyles. Yeah, just a fun little mix of stuff we were... It's it's not live performances from the trip, if oh. anybody thought that. Um, with or without it, on sale now at bishoprecords.com. And the album release party is happening in Chicago, September 17th. Midwest, if you're nearby, come on out. Um, we'll make it worth your while. Tickets on sale. Palmer Squares. Dot com. Yeah, a lot of your favorite artists um, that you might have heard on songs off of yeah, Face Melt, collaborative mixtape even, will be there. Um, but don't stream Face Melt. Don't stream that. Maybe find it on YouTube if you like those songs. Here's but make thing. sure to stream Make sure to stream Palmer Squares and Vanna Black Soul and Will is Chillin' and Rebel Legato. Make sure to stream that. Is it on YouTube? Everything's on YouTube, bro. Well, 2021. Catch YouTube, that shit. And um, <laughs> what else? Oh, yeah. Tickets on sale now for October 21st in Boston with Spose and Jarve. That's going to be a crazy show. Get your tickets now, not later. And the following night, we're in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, with New Fame and much, much more. We may or may not be headlining. And you know what? It- you're going to get a better show if we don't. <laughs> I think so. I think that's the case. It's going to be a great night. Uh, and we're trying to put it's some more awesome. stuff together I hope in all that the guys, region. So we'll see what happens. I hope all the dudes from uh, our last Portsmouth show at the bookstore, who we all went we went to a bar afterward and some guy got in a fight. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this Liam? guy's favorite movie is The Zohan. <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> that guy. said that. It's my favorite. He did. <laughs> Anyways. Bunch of good guys. <laughs> I hope they're there. I hope whoever puked on my hummus is there. I'm not over it. Yeah, we will redo the hummus. I'm going to bring my Hank Williams book and beat you over the head with it. We're going to have a do-over. We're going to have a, a do-over. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. How's about we wrap it up this week with the master of master. ceremonies. Master of ceremonies. Everwild Music Festival this weekend. Tropodelics Festival in Newark, Ohio. Yes, Tropodelic. Two nights I'm of Tropodelic. I'm going to be doing my New Jersey accent the whole time because we're in Newark. But there's also going to be two nights of your host, Toby Raps. That's right. And uh, this is one of his newest releases. Not his newest release. He just had a release. Go check that. But one of his newest releases, The Chase. A great song. And uh, we really hope to see some folks out in Ohio. It's not too late. Look at our Instagram or Tropodelics, rather. With a safety pin, go Newark Rocks! Newark Rocks! Newark Rocks! Do-do-do-do-do! Ohio! 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 It's not too late, you guys. We're going to be in Ohio this weekend. Friday night, Saturday night. We don't even play Friday night. We're just hanging out. Come hang out with us. And, uh... This is The Chase by Toby Raps. We'll My see you guys. bladder is about to explode. <laughs> That's how I feel every single week. Um, we're going to try to Your see you next week. bladder feels like an about to explode, bro. Here's what we should try to do. I'm going to bring this bullshit, but we're not going to have 
I'm not going to be able to plug in the soundboard, and we're not going to do fan questions, but let's just try to fire up the mics while we're camping for an hour or so. We'll try. I got your soundboard right here. <laughs> <laughs> no! Right. This is Toby I'm Raps. gay. <laughs> and we'll see you when we see you. Kill Whitey! Smooches. Tell me what you think will make you happy. Is it money? Is it fame? Is it freedom from your pain? No matter what it is, just know that if you had it, that feeling only fades, what we crave is in the chase. I know that happiness is not a destination. It's a sensation we feel on a regular basis. And though it is a virtue, we mistake it taking patience. When we think getting famous is the only way to make it. But famous people's lives have made us raise our expectations way beyond the limit of what's realistic that we'll attain. It's insane shit for me to want to live how Drake lives. So much that I quit filling my own stories pages. My generation grew up on instant gratification from Facebook to Instagram likes and I aim to change it because constantly craving fame makes you think your life is lame and daily you'll be plagued with pain your aspirations could be dangerous that's not to say you shouldn't strive to be your best while you're alive with every breath find the design behind your steps but in the rides where heaven rests so don't be blinded by what's next and only chase like play and fetch one day we all decay in flesh yes so try to take some time to be alive before your death i mean one day we're all decaying flesh So try to take some time to be alive before your death And tell me, tell me what you think will make you happy Is it money? Is it fame? Is it freedom from your pain? No matter what it is, just know that if you had it That feeling only fades What we crave is in the chase, yeah, yeah As soon as I get it Then end up second guessing Every step I've taken And detested The gift that I've been Looking forward to Is in the present The future's way too often At the root of my depression Because all I ever see Is what I lack Instead of blessings This negative bias Used to be crucial for protection I used to think that struggle's How we get to happy endings Now I don't even believe You need to die to get to heaven Hallelujah because the chase is what you make it Achievements mean more when we build anticipation So I'm not in a rush to say one day I finally made it I'm just grateful for the progress that I've made and celebrated Yeah, yeah And plenty people happy in the world who not famous And nothing lets us down more than expectations Yeah, yeah